So yeah, I mean, I'm just there with a bunch of strangers sitting there all night long. Sing on. Hello? Hello? How's it going, Brian? Brian? Stop talking! You're bored! Hello? Hello? Anyways, so Mike's not here. No, he's, he's not. Uh... I talked to him earlier. He sounded very enthusiastic. Uh, well, maybe he's just... Uh... seems to have trouble connecting. Okay. Did you see him? He's struggling over here. Yeah. yeah, yeah. No, I keep getting I keep getting a message that he has to update his Skype. Which I don't know why I am, but I am. Yeah, I, I had trouble with my Skype. Uh, I was just getting a blank blue screen. So, uh, it doesn't matter. Hey, Mike? Yeah. All right. Oh, it worked. Hopefully he'll get louder. But where's uh, Mike W? I don't know. Hmm. I hope it has nothing to do with the neighbors. Yes. I mean, we do have some reason to be concerned. Was he added to the call? Maybe. Um, yeah, he was. He was one of the people I called. But when I added him, he wasn't on. But Mike wasn't on either. Oh, that was 8.06, though. No, that's just when I compiled it. I didn't dial it. And, oh, yeah, I didn't look after that. You're right. He could have come on afterward, but I didn't see him. I don't know how to check. Um, I don't know. You could message him or something. Personally, I could. He's in my contacts. And we're supposed to call him Sensitive Mike from now on. According to Stan. Oh, there it is. I'm trying. I don't know. If sensitive, Mike. Why is that? He, because I call him sensitive. You remember, right, Stan? He can't talk. There he is. Hello? Look, it's like magic. What's up? Hi, Mike. How's it going, guys? Sensitive Mike, are we calling oh, wow. you now? What? Well, why, is he, why is he called? <laughs> that seemed pretty sensitive, that response. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It had to do with uh, his inability to view animated movies. Well, except for the Yellow Submarine. Well, animated movies what? are pretty bad. I isn't this? Isn't it? Uh, uh, I'm too sensitive to watch them. I, 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 I it seemed kind of delicate to me. I think it probably had more to do with my drinking in the last chat than anything that Mike actually did. Actually, so. it was two weeks ago, Stan. <clears throat> yeah. But he, he, oh, well. he said the last chat, so I get that. No, then it's three weeks ago. It was when, when 
Stan suggested we call him Sensitive Mike. It was his birthday. Oh, um, yeah, okay. Well, I don't or, remember that at all. No, of course uh, you don't, but I've been listening to it on and off for a week or two. So I'm all uh, caught up. You're doing the podcast. Yeah, I'm at, yeah, with a, with an extended break in the in the middle of it. That's summertime. You could take it easy, right? Thanks. Yeah, yeah and I may take not it easily, permanently. I I may not have to do it anymore. Is the is the best show back on? I don't know. Didn't you see that thing on the? Uh, yes, um, I did. Yeah, that it went dark. Yeah. But Mike didn't know anything about it unless. He spoke to Tom between the time I spoke to him, and he joined us. No, I, I haven't uh, gotten, you know, full confirmation that it's back. I, you know, the last I heard is that things were moving along, and that, um, you know, after what Tom said on Twitter, I expected something soon. Uh, I know he's got a location, and um, so that was, like, the major step. And uh, so it seemed like things were going quickly. I thought he was, building, he was building a studio in his house. Well, that's where he got burglarized, and he figured, well, maybe that's not the place to have it. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> you know? Which makes yeah. sense. And I no. think he, he, was, he was thinking of getting a place that would be more acceptable to people, you know, coming from New York. Uh -huh. That's a major hint. <clears throat> anyway, so, yeah, I'm expecting things to happen soon. I may be in another video this weekend. I gotta make arrangements to get off the masses first, though. Who's he doing the video for? I don't even know the details. All they, all I know is they, they wanted, they wanted me to be in it. You know, it's, it's <laughs> doing it next week. I couldn't get off because my manager is a real pain in the ass. You know, I wanted one day off. She's actually off for the next two weeks, which is, which is kind of a vacation for me. It will be interesting. <laughs> I wonder and, how the uh, dynamics will change. And she, yeah, I asked for one day while she was out. <clears throat> Mind you, uh, another woman, I mean, she's a part-timer. She started the job. She, she worked for three weeks, and then she took two weeks off. She had planned a vacation. Wow. You know? <laughs> and I couldn't get one day after four months of continuous work. I haven't missed a day. Um, so, yeah, a little ridiculous. So yesterday was frantic, you know, it was the day before she goes on vacation, so she's trying to do all these things, and she fucked stuff up. So today, you know, I was putting out fires left and right, because, you know, she did a half-assed job. And I'm the bad employee, you know, mind you. <laughs> Always the bad one. Anyway, the, the next couple of weeks should be, you know, a bit of a break from the uh, usual nonsense. Well, like Stan says, you only got to make it another two months, Mike. <laughs> Actually, a, a woman who I think had been there seven years, believe it or not. Not the school teacher. No, not the school teacher. She's hanging in there. Hello? Hello? Oh, Epic. I hit the wrong button. All right, what should I do? Call back? Yeah. Give me a minute. Okay, bye. Bye. And uh, the woman who got fired, you know, was, was always, they were in like a contentious relationship, you know. They were always going at it. And um, one day she just said to her, you know, I'm tired of your dumb shit questions or something like that. Mm -hmm. And uh, that was all it took. 
you know, she sent her home that day. She didn't fire her. She came back the next day and very quietly was fired without my even sort of, you know, literally I was, I was going to thank her, you know, for she had, she brought in some tomatoes from her garden, the woman who got fired. Oh. And I, I went to thank her and the person who fired her was sitting in her desk and I said, well, you're not Maureen, you know, Maureen had already been fired. And actually, one of the comments she made. Hey, one. <laughs> what was that? Echo. Echo. Uh, the speaker is a little epic, although I think he already did. Oh, sorry. It's all right. It was at a very dramatic moment in Mike's story, though. <laughs> Not really. I mean, she it, it, during one, during one of their their arguments, you know, she had said something like, you know. Just let me know. I'll, I'll, I'll drive right over to the unemployment office now, you know? Mm -hmm. So she kind of was building up towards it anyway, I guess, you know? I guess that'll probably be the course my, my career will take there. Unless you can get more creative, Mike. I don't know. I mean, I you know, I, I'm doing all right, you know? I feel like I'm, you know... And that's the thing. I, I'm going to have a conversation. So the way there... What's that? Four-sixths of the way there, which would be two-thirds of the way there. Yeah, well, that's not my plan, you know? No, I, I, I mean, know. I'd like to try and make it work. Yeah. You know? No, is there some way that you can give her a mirror? Well, you know you know what'll help, I think, if, well, what happened uh, yesterday, you know, uh, she's, been, she's been on my case all along about this one particular newsletter that's running late, you know? Mm-hmm. And, you know, she caused it to be late. You know, one, by not letting me work with the, uh, you know, the graphics arts people. Right, without you know. going through her. Yeah, she, she's she got full access to them, and I don't. So that you slows know. the process. So that slows it down in the beginning. So we lose, like, a couple weeks before we even get the project going, you know? Mm. But anyway, she, yesterday, she's like, you know, uh, the editor had, like, major changes to, like, a couple tables, a figure, you know, lots of text corrections. And uh, she said, just this one time only, I'm going to have, you know, the graphic arts person do the whole thing. You know, she was going to do text corrections and stuff, replace the tables and all this stuff. And I didn't even get a chance to look at it because when it was done, you know, she said, send this to the editor, editor right away because it's running late. So I do that. And then today, you know, well, yesterday the editor said that there were still problems and, and he wanted to talk to me on the phone. Oh. So, uh. Because he kind of knew you had been left out of that. Well, you know, he, he knew, yeah, I was the new guy and, you know, he worked with the, my predecessor and he liked working with him. So, uh, you know, when I finally got a hold of him today, he's, he's, he's explaining it's all fucked up. And it was, you know, I mean... Sorry, because they had a graphic designer do the editing. Well, it, it wasn't that... It's not that difficult, you know. It's basically copying and pasting text. And she didn't ask questions. If, if she, she didn't know where the text went, apparently. And she just stuck it anywhere. And she deleted copy. She had duplicate copy. I mean, it was real all fucked up. It was like she wasn't even thinking about it, you know? And even the table, which, you know, is mostly what she works on there, or tables. Right, big, yeah, the graphics, yeah. Even that, you know, she didn't have the right text in the table, so, and the figure didn't have the right caption, it was all fucked up. Well, but, that, that, then your boss must have learned her lesson not to buy Well, you know, it, yeah, if I come through with flying colors with this editor, you know, that'll be a, a feather in my cap, you know? 
and, and you know, and she looked bad in, in the process too because she didn't even look at it herself. You know, she was, mm -hmm. she was running, and and you know, another project of hers I had to send to the printer today. You know, she had the wrong paperwork with it. You know, and I, and I sent it thinking yeah, she's slipping up. I ended up listening to an older conversation where you got in trouble. Oh, I, that was probably the last podcast for telling her that she wrote 2013. Well, that's it. And you know, when I bring about 2016, when I bring her errors to her attention, then she's upset with me. You know, that's basically how it works. Right. But, but if but, you don't bring up errors to her attention, then she's upset with you too, though. Oh, well, no. Yeah. I mean, I, I'm not going to like pussyfoot around it, you know, I'm going to say what's wrong. But, uh, you know, she's constantly trying to find fault with me. You know, that's, you know, my whole working day is her trying to find fault. And then even, like, slipping up, like yesterday in her, her, you know, frantic, trying to get out, you know, get all this work done before she goes on vacation. Mm -hmm. She gave me something literally 10 minutes before she calls me and said, when did I give you this to you? You know, trying to, like, say that I was sitting on it for too long. And I said 10 minutes ago. And then she just hung up. You know, it's like bizarre. I mean, it's all day long. It's like craziness like that. This is real fascinating stuff, guys. Like, gripped. Yeah. yeah. Come on, I you don't see this is like an office sitcom? Jerk. No, I don't. Oh, I but what type of work do you do? You've never discussed it. No, I, I do uh, data entry. Oh, okay. Well, that's fascinating work. I've <laughs> <laughs> been talking about it for 20 minutes. Finally, oh, Mike. Take the floor. It's open. It's oh, I don't want to talk about it because it's boring. Mike, take another shot. Nope. <laughs> We're enjoying this. All right, all right. Yeah, 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 Mike, keep going. I'm sorry. So says Mr. Data Entry. <laughs> Mr. Data Entry doesn't talk about his job ever because it's really boring. Not to all of us, Cormac. I am fascinated by the psychology behind it and also the organizational structure. And yeah, what's the problem? I can relate to it on a level uh, with a little bit I talked about where I work, where it's just like. Yeah, you said you're going through a minefield of insanity. Yeah, and one of those things is like uh, noticing someone's error and being afraid to point it out because you know that the message and the messenger are just the same, you know? It's like <laughs> you can't win even though you know you're in the right, you know? Seems like Mike's dealing with a good deal of that. She's a great character, the way he's described her. I mean... What 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 is her personal life like? I mean, what drives this person? She is married, right, Mike? What? Huh. Yeah, that's a, that throws another interesting shade into this. Married? <laughs> Where'd Mike go? I think. Yeah, Mike, I, uh, yeah, yeah. He was insulted by my. Uh, yeah, he had to go. And I wanted to hear about the um, what he played at masses on Sunday. The last two Sundays, actually, since he was in here. I don't think he's really gone, gone, is he? He's, he's still there. Yeah, he's just laying down. He, he's tired. You hear what he puts up with every day. Yeah. That would exhaust you. Well, well, we'll get to round two with Mike when he comes back. Yeah, at 9 o'clock, I'd be putting some sort of ice pack on my head and laying down. <laughs> Anyways, I do know about the uh, what he played at Masses, but I'm not going to say. We'll save that for Mike. 
Although he did take my advice. <laughs> what was your advice? <laughs> well, what, uh, there was a day I was doing my stomach crunches while I was editing the podcast, and he was... <laughs> Never mind, I've just been edited. Yeah, okay. So, uh, I, I've got to wait. That's what the messages I'm getting are. I've got a manager, you know. You can't, def you know, offend the manager. The old lady getting on your case. Uh, she she's just managing. That's why she's my manager. And she, what does she manage exactly? Yeah, what do you do? She manages to keep me out of trouble. Ah, uh, come on. You're in trouble sitting in your. Oh, what, what was the censorship there just about? He won't say what he does. No. I mean, it's good, but it's, I think it's more fun. Part of the joy of radio and podcasting, I guess, is that there is some mystery still. Yeah, I mean, I was just wondering what you suggested the mic. I'm not asking about that. Yes, I know, but then my manager felt that I was stealing his thunder. After his feelings are unhurt, so we wait for Mike to come back and he'll tell the story. Okay. <laughs> Frederick, I just looked at uh, oh. Sharpling's Twitter while you were mentioned yes. earlier. That thing hasn't gotten dark. He like posted something last night. So. Yeah. What was this Gary the Squirrel uh, Joe John Popper incident? Oh yeah, I was. The, the couple of people I follow were like. Popper was. <laughs> Was it, he's the guy that wrote that that Time Wasters book? No, no, no. You're thinking that that's a, he has the same last name. Uh, no, John Popper, the the guy who plays harmonica, the blues traveler dude. God. That yeah. guy, he was fighting with some uh, just like some friends of Tom on Twitter. It was the strangest thing. Like they were some people I follow on Twitter. I just kind of saw on the peripheral. They were maybe. like, holy cow, John Popper just. Popped me. Yeah, they no, they were like talking about like what's the crummiest concert you ever saw was like the discussion that they were having. Oh no. Somebody mentioned Blues Traveler and all of a sudden that dude was just in the mix. <laughs> <laughs> who, who is this all at once, you know? <laughs> What they was found some evidence that he's prone to doing that. And who, who, is the, who is this guy? I'm, I'm sorry to interrupt. The Blues Traveler? They were a shitty band. Oh, oh, oh so, so this guy on Twitter was a member, a member of Blues Traveler. He's the big he's, guy, the lead singer, harmonica oh, okay. player. Um, I, think, I think he lost all the weight, didn't he? Isn't he like he a skeletal got, kind yeah, of guy? He had, uh, he, he had that uh, whatever lap band or whatever it was, I think, and he was... Slimmed down, but I don't know if he, he kept it off. He was on Mark Marin, and he his it seemed like he must have gotten that interview, be it gotten on that show via a bet, and he just came off exactly what you'd expect him to be, like what? some rich asshole what? who just could be a harmonica player. Like he just seemed like some rich kid, you know. Um, but he was harassing people on Twitter, and. Like, and, I, and from what I saw, one thing, it got a little low down. Like, he was going so far as to take it, like, the one, like, he must have, he, the one of the guys that Popper was fighting with was, uh, he, like, Popper went and, like, he uses his real name on Twitter, so Popper went and started taking 
photos from this guy's Facebook account. Whoa. It's obviously is open to the public. I mean, maybe you should have that block. Yeah, but still. Yeah, and like, I mean, it was the kid, the guy's uh, uh, Indian or Pakistani or something, and like, yeah, <laughs> a, a little loaded, I guess I should say, the stuff that Popper was saying. And, and also, like, I mean, this guy he was fighting with probably has, like, I don't know, like 100 uh, no, maybe like 500, 600 followers, and Blues Traveler has, let me see, I'll, I'll tell you how many followers he has. 27,000. There you go, yeah. And it's like, God, that's kind of not an even fight. And it was like he that's was... That's like America invading Iraq. <laughs> what, was, what was he saying to this guy? The lo what was loaded stuff? It was just like one of those, it was just like, I wasn't hanging on to every new one, because it was exhausting. It was like okay. something I noticed was going on on Friday. And then last night, I think, or no, Sunday night, I'm like, holy shit, this is still going on. Like, two days had passed, and Popper was still fighting. So I guess Tom was like, oh, we'll bring Gary the Squirrel into this. <laughs> <laughs> and Popper Harmonica players are nuts. <laughs> and, 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 and you can, I'll see if I can find that thread, but that, that one was much shorter. It was actually manageable to read. But... Popper must have realized, like, there was something going on there because uh, he backed down pretty quick from it. <laughs> <laughs> and every time Tom would, or I'm sorry, Gary would say something, it would start with, hey, Blues Traveler, hey, Blues Traveler, hey, Blues Traveler. Hey, hey Blues Traveler. <laughs> so that, but yeah, this, it seems like this guy he needs, like, a, Needs to get a, 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 a John Pop needs to get a life, I guess. You know. He went off on me for a while uh, the other day. Brian? John Pop did? No. Yep. Were you? Do you? Who? Do you know that guy? Are you follow the dude who was in? Who was getting it? Like who was kept fighting with him? Who was taking his pictures? I I I actually I I I become friends with him in the last couple of days because of all this. I know he's a friend of a lot of friends of Tom. Yeah, he's like a nice dude on Twitter, you know. I don't think... So you became a friend of the victim, not a friend of John Popper. That's right. Good. Otherwise, I was going to have to cut you out of the call. <laughs> but he kept calling me a turd. Oh, you got a turd? Oh, man. Let me get my hands on that guy. <laughs> turd, if you just look at my bank account, you would be. I'll put his arm on. Blown away. Don't try it. I hope it's a chromatic one. And the guy, the dude, the Indian guy who I, who was getting the brunt of it. His his name is Karthik. So Popper was of course calling him like crap trick or something like that. And all of his like humor was like, yeah, you gotta ask your mom, what, like that kind of stuff. Like not funny stuff that it's like real is sad that like an adult would be. It's like kind of like a, a 13 year old or something. Sitting on Twitter. Who? Gene Simmons. He just closed it, or he just put his account on hold. I've been trying to get that guy to block me for uh, six months now, and he, can I have to. Yeah, I can't have any. I haven't gotten any luck with them. I, I, I'll ask him like, it's usually pretty apparent. The stuff I'm asking him is meant to be insulting or weird, at least, and he won't even notice me. I'm kind of. Give us an example, please, PC. Uh, like the my the only one I thought was funny at all was like the one day he was like uh, 
she took a picture of like two of the makeup girls who work in the kiss tour mm -hmm. and i wrote like at gene simmons do you make love to them one at a time or concurrently oh and like <laughs> shit like that like just kind of make it i don't know much about you i kind of conflate gene simmons with the john worster impression of them well, I'm so they're, like more they're very similar. They're the same guy, right? Yeah. So I'm more addressing the Worcester, I think, than I am uh, yeah. the Gene, you know? I, I like his um, recent uh, comments that got him in uh, hot water. He, he told uh, depressed, he, he said that depressed people, well, well he, he said, um, if, if, you know, the depressed people uh, just fuck you, yourself. kill yourself. And yeah. then he felt bad after Robin Williams took his advice. No, that was after Robin Williams. No, that was after. Ooh. It was kind of like a, a response to the event. Oh. Yeah. Oh, shit. Yeah, it was a couple of days after, yeah. And now, then he locked his Twitter down for a while, so. Yeah, yeah. And he, he cowardly, you know, said, uh, uh, you know, Robin Williams will be missed. What a, an amazing talent. And then he posted a, uh, you know, the suicide hotline. I mean, he, oh, he, he, yeah. <laughs> and I, I, well, I followed, have followed Gene Simmons on there, like I said, for a while. I mean, that dude says crazy stuff like that every day. I think it was just because, um, um, Robin Williams had killed himself after losing. Yeah, yeah, and, and then Nikki, Nikki Six responded, um, so that that added some sort of celebrity element. Yeah, people jumped on. But he said yeah. when they were like going into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame and like the same induction ceremony as uh, Kurt Cobain or Nirvana, he he didn't have anything charitable to say about Kurt Cobain like ever. And I mean, maybe it wasn't as like. Depressed people should just kill themselves, but it's like his lack of sympathy for people with mental illness and stuff is very apparent, you know? I, I like how we talked about Peter Chris and Mace Freely. He said something like, they deserve to wear the paint or something. <laughs> 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 he refers to the kiss makeup as a war paint. Right, yeah. Yeah. Kind of sad. <laughs> the roast of John Popper. <laughs> I also, for some reason, he said unwrapping a candy bar doesn't count in as exercising. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying. I want, I want to see how old Popper is, just to see like how old that guy is with this, like your well, mom. You should joke. look at his picture first and tell us how old you think he is. All right, let's, let's get a picture. I'd say in his fifties. Well, I know, now, so I'm not gonna contribute. Right. He looks exactly. Guessing he's 46. Oh, you ruined it. I was gonna look at the picture. Yeah. I mean, wait, the pic. I did, well, you don't. You can look at the no, picture. No, that was Epic's guess. Yeah, that was. Oh, it was his guess. Okay, I thought yeah, you were. Calm down, right. for a Calm down. Oh, I'm getting out of control. I'm again, so. Jesus. Again. God forbid this guessing game is ruined. You already ran off the holster. The All right. What, here's a show. Here's, whoa, whoa, whoa. Come on. That was pretty boring. It was like 20 minutes of... That, that... I was riveted. Yeah, you weren't. You were lying. You never bring it, Cormod. When, when are you ever... Cool. Give, me, give me some of the highlights. Oh, God. Let's hear it. <laughs> the highlights? 
you're the smartest guy here. Let's see. Let's hear. <laughs> no, I'm not the smartest guy here. Why are you getting so upset? I, no, I think you're saying, you're very entertaining. I just thought that that part was you know, boring. judging everybody. I'm what not judging. I, oh, okay, I, I just said that part. That that section of the show is boring. You're generally very entertaining. You're boring right now. <laughs> okay, I'm sorry. You're boring. I'm sorry. You're still boring. Okay. Stop talking. You're boring. Okay. 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 <laughs> Fine. And in all fairness, I'm the one that's usually judgmental. But hey, whatever. Oh yeah. I actually thought it was you, Stan. Who the what, huh? That that was complaining about the boringness of Mike's thing. I thought that was you. No, no, no. I'm the I'm the guy he harasses on the phone. <laughs> no, I'm I'm Stan. But in all fairness, Cormod is the smartest guy at his place of work. <laughs> Oh. So is anyone near St. Louis? Oh, sorry, I didn't hear that. What? So is anyone near St. Louis? Oh, yeah. Stop talking. You're boring. Is everybody, I don't know where our people are geographically, so do we have any St. Louis people or is it all northeast? Mm -hmm. I don't think it's all northeast. I'm uh, two hours away. Shouldn't you guys be at a riot or something? Isn't there anything going on? <laughs> I'm, I'm not in Canada, I'm from New Jersey. And Corey's in San Francisco, and he texts, but he doesn't talk. And I'm also in New Jersey. Stop yeah. you no, no, I'll really be in trouble for a while, I'm afraid. Yeah. With Ferguson? Well, you know that both the guys, Charlie Crisp was the Republican governor, and he's yeah. running against the guy that's the current Republican governor. I mean, this is pretty funny. Although, you know what's interesting is when I was reading the paper up there, because I was also in Rhode Island for a little while, they were saying that Rhode Island has the least stratified politics. And because they've had entrenched Democrats for so long that they've become conservative, and now the Republicans can run to the left of the incumbent Democrats. So, um, who's ahead in the polls? You know? Yeah, Charlie Crisp by just a little bit. Like, like 2%. And now there's another guy, I can't remember his name right now, a libertarian guy, but one of those really cool libertarian guys, like the Leftkin-like. And, um, you know, because if a libertarian emphasizes the right stuff, they can appeal to a lot of leftists for pro-choice. Well, what, 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 what do they have aside from legalizing drugs? Well, they, they believe that you should, you know, be pro-choice. Nobody should tell you that. They think you should have a freedom from religion. I mean, it's, it's ridiculous that, that pro-choice is involved. Like, that we shouldn't is, is, be involved in a lot of foreign wars. We, we've gotten to the point where pro-choice is a, um, it's like a huge plus. <laughs> For candidates. Well, it, it makes them appeal much more to the mainstream Democrats than to the mainstream Republicans. So, so you think if he... If he um, well, they said he's polling at 9% right now. And he's, would, would he take more more votes from the Democrats or the Republicans? Unfortunately, the he's taking more from Charlie Crist, yeah, because with him factored in, 
he, he he drops to only a percentage above where he whereas previously he was like four or five percentage points above Scott. But Scott has been spending a huge amount of money just bad mouthing him. I don't watch any of those commercials because I don't watch TV. But I mean, I'm getting calls from a, a former Republican legislator playing stuff that Charlie Crist had said when he was a Republican. You know, like they have him praising Sarah Palin and, uh, you know, talking about how he, you know, he, he supports the right to life and stuff. And, yeah. you know, it's all the stuff that he's not running, uh, you know, representing anymore, supposedly. And whether he's just an opportunist, but I mean, even if he is just an opportunist and a charismatic politician, he's still better than Rick Scott. Oh, yeah. Well, Rick Scott is, uh, well, what's his approval rating now? Oh, oh, it's, it's probably in the, in the high 30s, I would say, if that. And it also depends on who you poll. Is Mike coming back? I don't know, Cormon. <laughs> I'm not, I can't see where he is. I think he may just be doing some meditation now, calming down, <laughs> saying, God, I didn't want to come back last time. Look what happened. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm sorry for the size of this. This is awkward. Never heard this on a podcast before, have you? No, it took us a while to get here. Yeah. It had to become like, Sorry. like family. <laughs> <laughs> hey, so have you guys ever been able to read in your dreams? No, not, I don't. What do you mean? Like where you actually open a book and you can read what's on the page? No, no, I've never, I've never done that. No? that. That sounds interesting, though. What, 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 did, what have you read? Have you read anything in your dreams? It just recently, it happened when I was on vacation. And the sentence I read, I tried to write it down, but you know how hard it is to transition from a dream to where you can actually write it down? It's it, Because it's like... It's like it's encoded in a different format mm -hmm. and trying to turn it into the, the, the linear, you know, it's more of the uh, intuitive side of things, not so rigid. But anyways, and it said, life is hard when information is withheld from you. And the information is how to proceed. Okay, well, life, is, life is hard when information is presented. Yeah. Withheld from you. Yeah. yeah. Withheld, withheld from you. And the information is how to proceed. Yeah, that makes it, it, and and that's um from from a book you've read. I don't know. I oh really? Check. Okay. No, that's what I, it was. It was like on the last page. It's like I finished a book right before I woke up, but I don't remember reading any other book, and it was like. Just as I was going into, you know, into the hypnagogic state, I grasped that, you know, because I, I, you've heard about that, right? Lucid dreaming. Yeah. Where yeah. people control their dreams and actually can direct them and stuff, supposedly, if they do it well enough. But, you know, I've always been interested in that. I've had a few experiences, like, uh, what do they call that? Their sleep paralysis? Mm-hmm. 
time, though, because you can't move. But all that is, is it was just a little miss, at least my my understanding is it's just a little mistiming. So what, um, what, what is exactly, sleep paralysis means that you're... It's when you wake up and you can't move your body. Oh, yeah, I, I've, I've had that. Yeah, right. well, kind of because up. your body paralyzes itself so that you don't act out your dreams. You heard about that, right? Like the guy that was... I, I, didn't, I didn't hear the... I mean, I didn't... I've never heard that reason for it, but... Oh, I, yes, and then what's happening is you're coming to consciousness, but there's a lag in the paralysis. Mm -hmm. And you really are paralyzed, and that's what it feels like. And when you try to move your arms and stuff, you can't. It's a freaky feeling. Mm -hmm. Well, I read the guy who said, you know, how would you explain sleep to somebody like an alien, an intelligent alien, you know? Yeah, well, about a third of the day, we all uh, get paralyzed and hallucinate for, you know, six to eight hours. And we're not exactly sure why we do it, but we know that if we don't, things get really bad. Hmm. You ever gone a long time without sleep? Um, well, how long? I went three days once. Oh, no, 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 never. I think 48 hours is about mine, but yeah. But yeah, it, it was not pleasant at all. No, well, and I, and I didn't use artificial, I mean, besides coffee, but it was just an extremely intense time. But you realize so you, your brain, if it doesn't get time, I consider it like defragging or something. So, so you did this just for the experience, or was it, it was, for something else? It was a else? number of different things going on all at the same time, and it was just wasn't convenient to sleep. And I had committed to seeing what would happen, how long I could go. Have you ever tried the Da Vinci sleep schedule? Da Vinci? Was, uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's when you sleep for like 20 minutes every four hours. <laughs> Well, I did hear that um, Salvador Dali would let, sit in his chair with the paint ready to go mm -hmm. and hold his arm above the floor so that just as he fell asleep when his arm relaxed, the brush would hit the floor, he'd hear it, and then he'd paint what he was thinking about. But, but he did not uh, go through any sleep de deprivation, right? Not that I'm aware of. Although um, he was hung up on those insects. They might have kept him up some nights. Yeah, I, was, I was reading about Churchill and uh, Da Vinci, how they, I mean, Da Vinci would sleep. I, I guess if you slept, if you slept 20 minutes every four hours, that's uh, an uh, hour and 40 minutes uh, a day, right? The math might be off, but. Uh, yeah, it's not enough sleep. So yeah, so but, 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 but in a permanent like dream state or partial dream state. Well, well, apparently there's there there are all these theories that you only need like a certain like um that that, that you can pull that off and um and 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 not have sleep deprivation. That seems amazing. I would if, definitely if, if, have to do some research on that. Yeah. Da Vinci sleep, huh? And, and um, yeah, yeah, and and, and uh, Churchill supposedly only slept three hours a night. Yeah, well, he couldn't have uh, slept much more because he wouldn't have time to drink as much as he did. He was prodigious.
Oh, yeah. Yeah, I forget how it goes. There was this guy asked me once, so we were talking like world history and teetotaling and stuff, and he says, well, would you rather have as a leader in a time of crisis, oh, I'm trying to think what he said, oh, a guy that drank two bottles of wine a day, or would you rather have somebody who was a very disciplined vegetarian, you know, who didn't smoke nor drank at all, or would you like somebody to drink two bottles of whiskey a day minimum along with uh, many other drinks? And then it turned out that he was talking about, you know... Mein Kampf. Yeah, it's stands. Oh. Yeah. Well, what, how, where has this relate to Mein Kampf? Because... You're, you're Hitler. That's in this. No, okay. no I'm kidding. No, it was, uh, it was Roosevelt, Hitler, and Churchill. Sorry, okay. uh, that's all right. Did somebody St. Louis go outside? What happened? I I had the stream up and the audio was on. It's not really in St. Louis, anyways, is it, or is it spread? It's in a suburb of St. Louis, Missouri. So the protests are not in Ferguson. There's no, they're in Ferguson. Yeah. Oh. <clears throat> So, so, so what do you guys think of this um, this killing in Ferguson? Well, they've already done the advanced work of smearing the uh, the dead guy. <laughs> yeah, they sure have. So yeah. we can expect a speedy trial and not guilty. And, yeah. uh, and the yeah. police will investigate, you know, the shooting. He'll be suspended. I did hear some, and then they'll find that it was justified. But yeah. uh, now I did hear that one of the things they could have done to defuse this immediately was arrest the officer. I think it still do that, and that's right. why I don't think well, it, that's what point. he said. Because even just saying, "Look, we're putting them in jail right now. He's under arrest." Right. Yeah. Just to calm things down for now, but no, this whole militarization and stuff, but. And I think Obama's shocked. I don't think he had any idea this stuff was going on in the Midwest like that. But this is... Well, I mean, I think it's even worse in... Uh, the New York City case was even worse. But but uh, but they did have video when they arrested the guy, so... Um, yeah, speaking of which, do you remember? I told you I sold that guy in Nashville two cigarettes for 50 cents. Could have been... You, you sold... You, you sold that specific guy who, who no mean? no but when i was in nashville and i said yeah i figured what the hell and then stan said yeah except for it's illegal yeah and that's all that guy was doing was selling singles <clears throat> well with, with this guy and um ferguson apparently the I mean, well, well the police um report was that he sh struggled with the police officer trying to get his gun and then a, a shot was fired off. Oh my God! This is turning he, into he, like the Trayvon he, Martin thing. He he moved away. It's like uh, about like thirty-five feet. <laughs> but then he, in, 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 instead of running away, he charged at the officer, Put and the officer shot him six, <laughs> six, five times or six times or something. 
Oh. One shot was fired from inside the car, and then uh, the next five were outside of the car. Well, I, no, no, I, well, well I, 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 I think it was six because I think it was six gunshot wounds. Yeah, oh, six, heard... six that actually hit the guy, the yeah, kid. Well, yeah. and I think the sixth one was the one that went in the top of his head, so you know yeah. he was on his way down. <clears throat> Yeah, that's yeah I, I, like he was falling when the last one was yeah, shot. You know, it, I, I mean, it, it could have been accurate. I mean, the, uh, uh, people say now, people who knew him apparently said he was mentally challenged. And I don't know, if, if, if you watch that, that security video, the guy is just kind of brazen. I mean, like ridiculously brazen about stealing those, uh, those cigars. Well, uh, there's no death penalty for that, so... No, 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 I mean, I know that there's no death penalty there for that, but I'm... Street for stealing cigars. No, 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 no. What about no, no. that video that he, where they uh -oh. show him at the counter paying for them? Callie just oh. said that that he went to the counter and paid for them. Yeah. Oh, he, oh, he did. Well, well, well I, when I saw the video... He was, um, he, he took the cigars and then... Uh, yeah, that's the, that was the first video. That was the video they wanted everybody to see. That was the video they released right after releasing the name oh, okay. of the cop. Okay, the okay, machine. okay. And that was when all hell broke loose again. They oh, made okay, the, cop, the, okay. the cop's name, and then they showed this video in the next breath. Like, what the hell were they thinking, you know? You know mm -hmm. what they were thinking. I know exactly what they were thinking. They thought yeah. the media could control... The consciousness of the people, but they didn't use it properly. And it came. Is, is, is Mike going to get in on this? I hope so. Mike, Mike. <laughs> this is going to be an interesting. Mike. I, I don't. I don't think he's around. I mean, he's he's either ignoring me or he's not. Uh... Mrs. Fredericks is is very audible tonight. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. When can we hear Mrs. Fredericks like on the podcast? On the, um, on the chat. Did you hear that? I mean, that'd be very. I, I I think that'd be very interesting for her to be on here for all of it. All right. Well, I mean, that may happen, but <laughs> it may happen. We we request her presence. Okay. Well, that's nice. I'll I'll make sure she hears it. Yes, tell her, tell her Cormod needs someone new to insult. Yeah, I could have run <laughs> I, You know, I, I, was, I just said it was, it was kind of boring. But <laughs> I, I'm sorry. Give this guy. We forget. Just Whoa, kidding. Stan's getting tired of having to forgive him, I think. No, it's just, it's all in good fun. Okay. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I mean, Stan, Stan says I harassed him on the phone. He called me the last time we talked. At 5.30 in the morning? No, I, I mean, I mean, that was, yeah, that, that was bad, but, uh. Yeah, <laughs> okay, I'm still listening. But, but, I mean, we're, 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 we're friends. Okay, wow. Yeah. You're very fortunate. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's casual. Yeah, I hope. <laughs> God, I'm such a dick. Oh, that was a pretty good line. I think I left that one in. I can't tell. I have no time to listen to him. I'm, I'm, I'm up behind already. Saw old people, mostly. Some young people.
Sounds beautiful. Oh, it was as good as it gets sometimes. Going to your hometown is kind of, I don't know about you guys, but for me, certain approaches to it, you know, there there is a roll of memories. It's funny how they pop up, you know? It's like, all that data is in there, but it needs triggers. And it could be stuff you hadn't thought about in 30 years. I'm going after a cigarette. I'll be back. But I, th I don't know if that happens if you stay. Boring. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my, 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 you take over. <laughs> <laughs> he did jump right into Cormine's spot. <laughs> if you well, really want to be a dick, you could talk about the last two Masses movies. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Glad to hear about them. He's outside taking a cigarette right now. Well, two weeks ago, we, uh, I, I played uh, Looney Tunes. Louder. Sorry. <laughs> So I, I, I played some Bugs Bunny cartoons, and that went over very well. That's what I had suggested to you, Mike. Short and extremely violent. Yeah. That's what the up. people want. We're having flashbacks and stuff. It was good. <laughs> <laughs> and it, 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 yeah, there's what this one old guy who comes in. Uh, he must be like in his mid 70s or so. Vietnam vet. And he's kind of crazy. I think he still smokes a lot of pot. And, uh, yeah, he, he wanted to borrow the, the set after it was over, you know. He, you know, he said he, want, he wanted to get home with his pills and, and watch a few cartoons. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, no, it went over well. And then uh, this week I had a, uh, a bootleg of Bad Grandpa. And it's a good bootleg. It was a good, very well done bootleg, you know, so I had to watch it, you know, I had it, I buy these things, you know, in a drunken state, and then I, I don't watch them for months at a time, you know, so I, I figured, you know, this might be good for, you know, Sunday, Sunday movie, so I watched it, and I actually kind of enjoyed it, has anybody else seen it? No. No. Who's yeah, in I mean, it? it <laughs> well, it's, you know, it's Johnny Knoxville, Knoxville, right, that's his name, uh, and it's it's actually got like a, a sort of loose plot to it, you know. There, there's the usual jackass type stunts, but it's they're linked at, in a story, which I, I thought was kind of interesting, you know. And mm -hmm. it's all it's all about you know his his wife dies, so now he's got freedom to you know uh, have fun with the ladies again. So there's a lot of that going on, and he's got uh, his grandson. Who you know his uh, his daughter has uh, problems in and out of jail, and uh, so he ends up with the, the, his grandson, and they go on a little bit of a road trip in in the south, and then you know that's the setup for the various pranks when they hit different towns, and the pranks are good. I mean they're funny, so I recommend it. Hmm. And yeah, the, it, it went over like gangbusters with the masses crowd. Really? Yeah, well, I, most of the people had already seen it, you know, for one. Uh, I have a police officer who was just, you know, he's not normally one of my Sunday guys, but he stayed for the whole thing just because his dad grandpa was on. He saw it before, you know, so. Mm -hmm. I'm keeping people in the bar, that's the main thing. <laughs> Is that the cop that works as a security guard? 
Wow, you, you're pretty good remembering these characters. No, this this is a uh, this guy's still on the job, you know. Okay. Yeah. Now, while I do have a pretty good memory, and I do listen to these podcasts, so. Yeah. But yeah, and some of the stories are just more compelling than others. <laughs> well, listen, it, it, this isn't set up. I'm just we're having a conversation. I when agree. You, wait, when you talk with your friends. Do you just like suddenly Shut say, them. oh, you're boring, you're boring, shut them down, you know? Yeah. I mean, it's a conversation, right? Uh, well, yeah, you know, it was, this, this it is was casual. really interesting. Yeah, this is, it was really this is a casual conversation. That's the way I look at it. I didn't know I'm supposed to be, like, uh, performing stand-up every week. It, it, it was really touching at the beginning when you told me about your mother's impending death, but, you know, you didn't have to keep going on about the dehydration <laughs> and everything. <laughs> So I'm gonna I'm gonna have to say it got boring. So I'm gonna stop listening until you say something interesting. Yeah, right. No, I know exactly what you're saying, Mike. Stan well, though is a tolerant friend. That's what I say out of all of this. Acquaintance. I'm what sorry. Did somebody want to ask Mike? I wasn't really listening to anything you said there. It was kind of boring, Frederick. <laughs> That was pretty good, Stan. Way well, I mean, I didn't interrupt you to tell you you were boring. <laughs> I was being facetious. I do that. It's probably some sort of defense mechanism for some unremembered childhood trauma. Will somebody stop me? Mike, are you First, still there? Yeah, I'm still here. What's your take on this business in Ferguson, Missouri? Yeah. Well, you know, I'm, I'm kind of reserving judgment until all the facts are in. You know, everybody's ready to jump in, and you know, I, I you know, I'll wait. You know, uh, it's a, you know, I don't know why destroying property and all of that is helpful. You know, the dialogue. You know, I mean, protest. That's good. You know, I'm all for that. Peaceful protest. You know. Did you hear about those German it, reporters, though, that got arrested? Do you think Germany would send reporters if there no, was... No, I mean, yeah, I mean, it sounds like there's a lot of crazy stuff happening, you know? Yeah. I mean, I just don't want to get into the conversation, to tell you the truth. It's, you know, there's bad things happening on both sides. It's kind of like, you know, everybody wants to pick, you know, the right side, you know? But it's like, to me, it's just a big mess, you know? It's just probably bad things going on both sides, you know? I mean, do you think there's any end to it though? Like, what will end this? Like, um, I don't know. Maybe this is the beginning of the, you know, everybody's sort of out in the streets and, you know, frustration, overboiling. You know, who knows? Yeah, American Spring. This isn't the first time stuff like this happened, and usually in the end things got better after the labor unrest, after the civil rights. Well, this isn't, you know, this is sort of sloppy, you know. It, it, I mean, if it was like peaceful protest and stuff, you know, it would help their side, you know. But when, you know, when they're looting and, and burning shit down, you know, it, it, you know, it, it doesn't help. It doesn't help the situation. And well, who who are they exactly? The protesters. 
Okay? He's trying to catch <laughs> no, no, no. You know? Do you think no, no, all, I'm making everybody? A yeah, go ahead. I'm talking about, you know, the so-called protesters who are out night looting and burning stuff. No, no, no. Agent provocateurs. People that are exploiting the protest. Yeah. Yeah, opportunists who are coming in, right? Yeah, no, I've heard about that. Well, yeah. and, no, and Epic's going a little deeper. He's saying that if you've got a lot of military equipment and you feel that you want to keep these these people in place, you send somebody in to provoke oh, okay, I activities. Then you justify using the tear gas and the violence. You got it. He's uh, own provocateur. They were all over Occupy. Yes, you do hear about that. And then they keep getting the FBI, like they got this guy, kid down in Tampa, where they posed with a Kalashnikov and stuff. But they gave it to him. <laughs> you know, and they gave him the money and they gave him the uh, inert bombs and stuff. Yeah, how is this weaponry getting to these uh, small town police departments? Is what I want to know. That's my. That's what I find the most troubling about it too. I actually went to elementary school and high school with a guy who's like a PA state trooper now, mm -hmm. and I text him sort of out of the blue the other day to say like, "Yo, I want to have a powwow with you. Like, I want to know like where, like you know, is that stuff in every local municipality and yeah, where they keep it." It's, you know? it's, it's surplus weaponry, and also I understand that the first anniversary of 2000, I mean, of, yeah, of 2001, 9-11, yeah. uh, Tom Ridge was terrified, and he made a lot of moves that no unprecedented to militarize local police forces. And then once they get the equipment, they're not going to send it back. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And then there's the They're not going to train anybody to use it properly no, either. And then I also heard that they, they, I forget where, but one of the places they're sending in SWAT teams for, for any possible confrontation. And I guess they served a warrant to some businessman with a SWAT team in his office. Uh, yeah, they, yeah. They said that's probably the best thing, you know, when they get to hitting the people that have power, then we'll be able to push back. But, you know, as long as the people are the, the poorest, you know, it's the same. That's right. Yeah, look what happened to Occupy. Boy, they got rid of that fast. Yeah. Did you guys talk about the guy who was killed in Ferguson today? Um, no. No, I, I haven't heard too much about that yet. Yeah. Maybe justifiably. He, he was brandishing a knife and... Uh, <clears throat> I guess some officers killed them. So, you know, I I don't understand why these most of these officers don't have more stun uh, or, or tasers. Because those are, tasers are not sur surplus military weapons. Right, and that's okay. true. But all those stun grenades and stuff. I heard somebody saying, he said, "Man, I grew up in St. Louis, and I'm in." Uh, Palestine. And you know, the stun grenades sound exactly the same in both places. Yeah. It's, and it's they're funny. all made by the same companies, too. I, I mean, I, the picture of the, of the, uh, 
the cigarette seller who was uh, confronted by the police is scary. I mean, there were five guys with uh, they, they looked like they were uh, you know decked out in military armor and shit, and they had these military weapons, and it was just. And you could tell when the uh, EMTs arrived that they didn't even, they knew he was dead on the ground, and yet they kind of just pretended like uh, he was sort of alive. And uh, then that the the guy who, did, who strangled him like turned and smirked and waved the camera. Yeah, and they let him lay. They said for four hours. We're talking yeah. about separate incidents now, aren't oh, we? Oh, okay. Well, so we're we're talking we're yeah. talking about the New York City. Uh, oh, all right. But, well, uh, and then you know, Kent State was a militarization, and it has to do though with the tensions getting to a point. And I mean, if 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 the politicians had responded to uh, Occupy, then. Exactly. This kind of reaction probably wouldn't be, but they already saw what happened to Occupy. And, and how are you going to go out and protest about a guy get unarmed guy getting shot down by peacefully protesting when then you'll just be a unarmed guy waiting to be shot down or clubbed yeah. or whatever until you go home? Yeah. Well, well they were they weren't going to kill anybody in Occupy because they're all pretty much white. Right. I think if people fought back, they would have. If they threw Molotov cocktails or broke into a. Well, the the the, the, um, the, the, the Kent State killings. So those 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 people weren't uh, violent, were they? I think there might have been rocks thrown. Just by just by a few people that get caught up in it, and you know. It's like most people don't get into a fight on Friday night, but you can be sure some people will. And I think of it as the same thing. And those are the people that are like Mike's talking about, the looters and stuff. But that's not anywhere near the majority of people. The majority of people aren't even respecting the curfew. Yeah, and a lot of those people are not even from... I mean, I'm sure you guys mentioned this before, that they're not from uh, Ferguson. The, yeah, the one night, it's a, uh, I think the Friday night, where it seemed like they had squelched things Thursday, but then they had the disastrous press conference and curfew Friday. I think the next morning I read that they, the people who were arrested were not from, no citizens of Ferguson <laughs> were under arrest that day. It was all people from elsewhere, you know? For for looting, for you know the, the kind of just destructive behavior, you know. Am I going like, silent again? Like, is Obama gonna have to go to Ferguson and try to oh, sort yeah. things out himself? Like, yeah, he'll go. He's gonna have to, I think, right? Yep. No, he's not gonna go. But what if this just doesn't stop? You know, the only other thing is like if something major happens, like there's a huge natural nat uh, natural disaster, right? Or the alien country, and then all up. eyes are on that. You know, like right. I can't see it stopping. I don't know. It's slowed down a bit. <laughs> but it hasn't in like ten days, and there was a huge distractionary thing on social media in that time when everybody, when Robin Williams died, and everybody was pouring their hearts out over that. And then that just disappeared after a day or so, you know, and everybody was back to the Missouri situation. You I know? also heard that there's connection. I think it is social media, uh, Twitter, 
between Palestine and Ferguson. Solidarity stuff. Palestine and Ferguson? Mm -hmm. <laughs> it's the same thing. People being trapped in a place. Being killed without recourse. Well, it's a little different. Although it is interesting that the Palestinians don't break into their own buildings. Although, wait, are, are the Ferguson, they're not breaking into local businesses, are they? I only saw a couple of things like businesses that were being uh, looted and then like citizens of Ferguson went around it and protected it from the looters. Yeah, see, I don't, I, yeah, I don't buy into that. And then, uh, and then I even saw a photograph that, I mean, I don't, it's at a certain point you have to start questioning everything you're seeing because, you know, things could be manipulated. I saw a photograph of, like, dudes who were, like, wearing red and blue, like, crypt and blood colors doing it, you know? It's, like, protecting the buildings also. So it's, mm -hmm. like, I, I, I don't know. I, it, <clears throat> I, um... I thought that, uh, oh, did you, did you hear the lieutenant governor's statement about this? I don't know. It was basically, I mean, it was blatantly racist. Yeah, let me, let me find it. Um, is it, well, the, the governor is a Democrat and the lieutenant governor is a uh, Republican. So, I cover that. You're going to read the paper now? <laughs> no, no, that was me, Mike. I have a newspaper. I could read, too. <laughs> it's coming from three rooms away. <laughs> okay, Mike. If you, you know, let, let's squash this. Mike. All right, fine, fine. Mike, do you have a copy? Do you have a, do you have a phone book? Get out the phone book, Mike. <laughs> and tear your page out of it. All right, but fine. I won't, I won't read this. Uh, I got drunk statement. and white. You want me to start reading some drunk <laughs> and white for you? <laughs> Come on. God. All right, no, no, I, 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 won't, I won't read the lieutenant governor's statement. No, no, read, read it. Read okay. it. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Stupid page. Oh, I thought he was going to do it in the lieutenant governor's voice. Okay. Yeah, well, you know. Do it in the voice. <laughs> maybe maybe yeah, I'll do it. Yeah, I will do it in the voice. Do what, it in the voice of Joe Perry. Yeah, yeah. Good, remember it, Mike. Okay, um, here we go. We do not do justice in America in the streets, though. We have legal processes that are set in motion. They're designed after centuries of Anglo-American jurisprudence. Tradition. Tradition. They're designed to protect the rights and liberties of everyone involved. Yeah, yeah, so, so, so is that like reading from the phone book, Mike? Yeah. Oh, shut up. It's very bad, Mike. <laughs> Yeah, you gotta get close enough so you can bury it. Yeah, let's, let's throw this hatchet in that hole over there. Bury it. Yeah, maybe Tony could turn his uh, avatar into a hatchet. We'll figure out how to make it work. Is there any news on the best show front? Yeah. Yeah.
I think something's going to happen very soon. What do we think it is, though? It's going gonna, it's gonna to be back up online. Mm -hmm. Like a show. Yeah. He's, he, I mean, you know, he said that he wants to pretty much do the same show, you know, online. And, you know, either he's going to have advertising or maybe a premium, you know, like the Mark Marin website, you know. Right. Um, so, yeah, I mean, you know, he wants to make this his thing, you know. I listened to a podcast called The Thinking Atheist, and he calls it The Thinking Atheist Radio Podcast. And they take calls and then they save it for later. I guess they edit it and podcast it. Okay, so they, oh, oh Petey's online. Hold on. Sorry, this is boring, Mike. Crickets. <laughs> so, Mike, when was your first appearance on the uh, show? That show? What year? Me? Yeah. Yeah, I kind of narrowed it. I have the exact date now. It was um, February 8th, 2005. A, was, year, a year before he started being the associate producer and Mike thought it was much sooner than that yeah I, I thought I thought I called into the show in December of 2004 and then started you know the following February but yeah there was a whole year in between which I didn't realize my memory was not working I had to know these details I'm you know I'm doing some writing for uh, Tom's project oh that's good you know do you remember there was somebody on the uh Friends of Tom forum, who wrote so well about the best show? Who was Omar. that? No, I know what you're talking you about. You mean the recap? Someone summarized the whole thing. No, well, no. That, was, that was me. Was that you who wrote that? <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. Everyone was like uh, saying how great it was. Yeah, yeah. Everyone, everyone was saying how great it was. It was, it was good. That was you. Yeah. Oh, that's that. Amazing. I don't think so. No, that was before he got banned. <laughs> what? Before he got banned from the what, what, forum. Was Stan taking all these pot shots at me? I, I thought Stan and I were friends, but I guess I'm uh, And that's how I treat my friends. Yeah. Yeah, Mike's, Mike's enjoying yeah. this sadistically. All right, you're pulling my leg, right? Yeah, yeah, I was pulling your leg. I'm, I'm, uh, do you know who I'm talking about? I do remember that post. I can't remember the thread it's in. I think I've looked for it, too, because I after I got done listening to the whole thing i thought that that person had if my memory was right i'm like i think that person summed it up very well you know oh yeah like he it was really really good uh, so pc you're still in your listening adventure oh yeah you're the star of the program where i'm at right now well i was gonna ask you if you get to the show where i talk about arm wrestling mickey rourke I don't think I've gotten and, there. And, and Tom and I both laughed for a long time. That's the longest laugh I got out of Tom. I thought that was my greatest call. No, I haven't gotten it yet. But you are the star of the... You were the breakup. What's the date on that, Frederick? I don't know. That's what PC's going to... It's your greatest call, yet you don't know the date? No. I'll get you the date. You know next. the date. You know the date. No, I really don't, Mike. I really don't. <laughs> I well, Frederick, that one remix you sent was insane. The one, <laughs> the one that Tom played, it just sounded like you recorded five things happening at once, and then he kind of yelled at you for it. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, 
think you spent 30 seconds making it or something. And that is what it, about, uh, what it sounded like. And I say that knowing that you obviously have talent for doing that stuff. Yeah, it was, it was more like 16 hours or something. <laughs> yeah, that, that was not your best effort, that one that he played. It was just... <laughs> no, it was the one that he accepted. I had sent him like five of them and he picked the worst. Oh, okay, all right. Yeah, and, and did you hear that thing from, uh, well, what was his name? Patton was Travis Edgekin, the truth writer? I don't know if I got there yet. Okay, because that, I, I most certain is a parody of me. There's too many things in there, including uh, Britney Spears and Captain Beefheart and being in my van, broadcasting out of the back of my van. No, I definitely didn't hear that. Yeah, well, he didn't say that. It was it was Travis, and he was going to call up Tom and take him on a truth ride. <laughs> <laughs> and, and 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 Fred Frederick, he stopped calling for a while because of the uh, the, the regular ban, or, or what was it? No, I had already taken a break by then. I just didn't come back during the ban. I never got banned. Oh, well, well, no, but I'm, I'm saying the, the regulars were all banned at some point. Yeah, well, I thought that was interesting, and I was just going to see what happened. Yeah, but uh, but you stopped calling for a while. What was, what, why? Just, you know, personal stuff? or? Yeah, there was a lot of different stuff going on, and, and okay. two of the things, well, actually, there was two, because I, you know, would usually only commit to trying a certain number of times, and when he was hot, you know, there was no getting through, and uh, you know it also had to do with when they shifted from the eight o'clock to nine o'clock. That hour shift, you know, not. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, because I'd be I'd be right prime for it. You know. Mike, did that bother you at all? The the shift, the banning. No, no, no. The shift from eight to nine. Uh, well, yeah. I mean, I I, I like eight much better. You know, I mean. It, you know, it was a longer night for me when we moved to 9 o'clock. I had worked the next morning. Right, and didn't you say it's harder to find a parking space the later? No, I mean, uh, you, you want to hear something truly interesting? Yes. The, the, the history of my... Oh, would too. <laughs> the, the history of my commuting to the best show. <laughs> Here it is. When I, first started, when I first started on the show, I would take the light rail to the show and Tom made, like, you know, a lot of fun of this. Uh, I would take the light rail, and I had time, you know, because the show didn't start until 8, and I had more time when it started at 9. So, uh, you know, I had to entertain myself for a couple hours because it didn't make any sense going home and then coming back to Jersey City. You know, I was in Hoboken for work, so Jersey City was on my way home. So, uh, you know, I'd have something at the Flamingo Diner and then, you know, go to the show, and then I would take the bus home. Uh, this is when, you know, Tom didn't quite know what to do, you know, what to make of me for a couple of years. We weren't really good friends, so I had to catch a bus after the show. Mm -hmm. And then as we become friendlier, he, he would give me rides home. Uh, and then when I became unemployed... <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Did he make you ride in the back seat? No. Okay. I got to ride in the front seat. Okay. But if there were other people, yeah, generally I was in the back seat. But, um, yeah, but, you know, at the end, I was just driving both ways because, uh, you know, I was unemployed. <laughs> I was a free man.
So, uh, yeah, that's the history of my commuting. Wow. Mike. <laughs> Good one. Mike, is this something? That goes out to Cormod. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, I like that. You know, I like Mike. Mike, what would, can you describe a little I bit like of the that you went to that you were so early for? What's that? Can you describe that party that you went to that at Galifianakis? Well, here, here's the thing, you know, the Zach Galifianakis. Yeah, yeah. And, and the thing was, I wasn't early. You know, I was actually a, a, an hour later than what he said the start time was. Oh, but, okay. you know, I guess in the celebrity world, that rarefied world, you know, <laughs> that start time is actually like three hours later, you know. But... Uh, yeah. So yeah, I was I was early. I wasn't the only. I wasn't the first person. Did you, know, did you bring a five pack of Coors Light? Yeah, I did. You know, I you know I always bring a party. You know, cover my. <laughs> I don't think you got my joke, Mike. <laughs> I brought a six pack. <laughs> no, I know five pack. You drank one on the way there. No, I you know <laughs> a little more, more dignified than that. I I didn't have one on the subway. <laughs> In the bag. Here you go, Zach. One of them sprung a leak. <laughs> no, and yeah, I, I arrived at the same time as a, a, a young lady, and uh, so technically I wasn't the first. You know, we, were, we both arrived first. And you guys hit it off? No, actually, you know, I didn't really speak to her the rest of the night. I didn't know her, you know. Um, but, you know, what, what I liked about Zach Galifianakis, he's like, he's a pretty genuine guy, you know. I sat there and talked to him for a while. Will Arnett we showed go. up rel relatively early. And, you know, I was hanging out with him for a while. He, was, he seemed like a nice guy, too. Peter, Petey is now in the chat. Oh, hey, Peter. Petey. Not responding. Okay. So who else was there, Mike? What other celebrities are there? I get um, the, I always get her mixed up. I, you know, I, I mix up. Uh, who was the? Uh, is there another? Uh, another Amy actress who was on uh, The Office. Uh, Amy, Amy Adams. No, is it Amy Ryan? Who was? Who was the? Who was secretary? No, she came in as like a manager. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah, I just googled her. She's on. Uh, what's 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 that actress's name? I always. Amy Ryan. You're right. Yeah. Is it Amy Ryan. Yeah. Okay. Holly Flack. She played. Office. Yeah. For some reason, I always mix her up with Amy Adams for some bizarre. Well, they were both on The Office. Too. <laughs> Amy Adams was on The Office. Yeah, she was on like with very like briefly in early days. Uh, oh, yeah. And it was like, it must have been something. Like, she probably, like, shot it. And then some movie she was in was huge. And it seemed yeah. like she was too big for the show, you know? And she got off immediately? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I mean, I think that her arc was going to be short anyway. But there was no chance of, you know, keeping her on because she became, like, the movie actress, you know? Well, I, I, yeah, I mean, she was there. I didn't speak to her, you know, um, uh, after a few years were consumed. It was all a blur. I kind of hung out with Tom for a bit. Tom was wearing a suit that night, <laughs> which uh, oh. was a very, very rare occasion. He had like a pretty sharp, sort of shiny suit, if I remember correctly. I've only seen Tom in a suit twice. What was the other time? 
I went to uh, Rob and Paloma's wedding. Oh, okay. And uh, that was a fun time. But everyone keeps talking about Dave, Dave from Knoxville in this fucking chat. Has he tried calling in or something? He called me. I was just saying. Yeah. Of all, he got all up. He got all bent out of shape last week because there wasn't a show. Or whatever this is. Oh. And, uh, yeah, whatever it is. I don't know what the hell it is. Oh, he said his PC isn't working. Okay. Yeah, like, like, like he was coming every week, and I'm like, what's with Dave? You know, he's, you know, all of a sudden he wants to join join the the conversation when we're not having one. Dave is happening. Yeah. No, he was on Twitter saying just looking for one to talk to Fredericks. Well, all he Fredericks. has to do is call me. I sent him a request the first night. You know, he. I told people over and over again how to do it. It's not that complicated. If I can do it, anybody can do it. Well, Frederick, you should have mentioned that there was no show last, or no... I did tell everybody chat. at the end. You, you told everyone in the chat, but you didn't tell everyone on the, on the board. Sorry. No, it's fine. I mean, you're... You're, you're going to have to dock your pay, of course. Yeah. Yeah, of hey, speaking of pay, I'm gonna I'm gonna get paid for this uh, Tom video that he's doing this week. Oh, that's awesome. So oh, then you can say you're a professional. Yeah. Although I, I already got paid, I, I I don't know if I I mean I kind of talked I, I I talked about it on uh, the movie's finally coming at, coming out. It's uh, <clears throat> a walk among the tombstones. It's a it's a Liam Neeson thriller. Yeah. And and uh you know, Paloma was working on the thing and uh it was in up uptown Manhattan and they they asked me if I wanted to do it. And they didn't tell me what it was what it was for. I, I was gonna be I was gonna be in a snuff film store. That was my role. You're like the proprietor or just the guy well, that works for it, the desk. Yeah, she she pulled some strings to make me the, the guy behind the counter. Yeah. So I wasn't just a I wasn't just a lurking fan of the genre. Wow. I was the purveyor, you know. <laughs> what what happened with that? And, and to tell you the truth, I was kind of pissed off, you know, when I when I heard what it was. I'm like, you know, what, you know, did they think that was funny? You're you're being typecast. Yeah. Well, yeah, it's like. Well, you can thank Tom Sharpling a great deal for that. Yeah. <laughs> but I was I was a little pissed, and it was in the middle of the night, and uh, well, you know I drove I drove over there, and um, literally, what what you know I mean I've only done a couple of these things, and it's I don't know how people try to make like a career of being like an extra, because it's sheer boredom, you know you're sitting around for long periods of time doing nothing. We we sat we sat for hours, you know. This is like you know midnight to three o'clock in the morning or something like that. You could have brought like, understanding media with you, and and then they feed you, right? They they feed us. They <laughs> feed us. They feed us in the morning, you know. Like that's like a normal scheduled right. uh, meal time. And did what did they give you though? Was it just like a? Well, they have a nice spread, you know. It was a big. This is a big movie, you know. There's a big crew involved. Right. Well, you know these Hollywood types, they live at night. And then they then they bring us. They brought us to this location where it was it was like a warehouse, and they had the whole thing sort of dressed as a video store and stuff. And then we sat there for a couple hours, you know. And and, and at, at that location, you didn't even have a seat. 
you know, they had us standing up against a wall for a while. I'm like, what the fuck is this, you know? Does anybody get up and, like, improvise? There's people, it, you know, to me, it was kind of interesting because everybody just is trying to be busy looking, busy looking, you know, because they're not, nothing's happening. You know, you know, there's all this downtime. But you said it was set up. I would have gone back there and pretended like it was a bar and stuff and made imaginary drinks for people. Well, then my uh, fellow degenerates found a little spot where we could sit, you know? Aha! Uh -huh. So, you know, that was, that, was a, that was a coup. We found a chair, you know? And then we got to sit there for an hour or two. In the middle and you're of the with night. strangers throughout this, Mike? Yeah, I didn't know. I didn't really Just know anybody there. You know? And then, uh, I mean, Paloma, I, I saw early on, but she was doing other stuff. You know, she wasn't really part of the set I was with. So, yeah, I mean, I'm just there with a bunch of strangers sitting there all night long. Um, finally, they shoot the scene, and it's like a real nothing scene. Well, that's the other thing. I think uh, Paloma thought, like, Liam Neeson was going to be in the scene, and he wasn't, you know? Uh -huh. It's a scene with these two other guys who I never saw before. You know, somebody said they're, they've been in movies. I, I didn't recognize them, you know? You watch a lot of movies, too. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't watch... You know the the big movies, though. You know, so maybe there there's something, and I just wasn't aware of it. They were young guys, you know. But uh, so yeah, and literally the scene is them walking through the store. That's it. There, there wasn't even one ounce of dialogue in the scene. <laughs> Did a, you do you know, the Jack Nicholson eyes? No, I mean I basically I you know I, I I'm carrying on a transaction at the at the cash register. That that was my whole action. Who, who was your customer? <laughs> no. <laughs> who was your customer? So I mean, if, if the scene makes it into the movie, I would be you know surprised. I, I doubt it's even going to make it in the movie. Yeah. Who but I saw the coming attractions, you know, and. What kind of guy played the customer? I assume it's a male. Just some guy, yeah. I mean, you know, the camera was on the other side of him, so his face, you know, I felt bad for these other guys. These other guys are, you know, like I said, there's all these guys that are, go from one set to another as extras. And, you know, they, they're deriving some sort of excitement from it, you know. I, I don't know. I don't understand it. But, um, you know, they're talking about different things they were on and how, you know, you know certain <laughs> actors are assholes. And um, I was guy at the bus stop number four in uh, Annie Hall or something, right? Yeah, that type of stuff. Yeah. But then they're, you're, they're mostly bitching about how they didn't get paid for stuff. Oh, and that's when you, delightful. And when, when you don't get paid, you're not getting paid. I got paid like 150 bucks for killing a, a whole night out there, you know. So it's not like you're, you're making big bucks or anything. Did you get to meet Liam Neeson? Or? No, no, I never even saw him. You know, it was it was a complete. So that's why I, I I sort of gave it to Rob and and Paloma the next day, and I think I kind of pissed them off. You know, that I, oh. I, I sounded like an. They give you this opportunity, and you. <laughs> yeah. Oh. So wow. I, it's sort of a running gag. I you know I I brought it up again on Twitter recently when I saw the coming attraction. You know, the trail. Hmm. PD's mic doesn't work. Uh. Yeah. Unfortunately. <clears throat> you can text right. Yeah, well, he's in the chat. Dave from Knoxville. Dave's there. <laughs> trying to. How'd he get here? All right, all right, all right Dave from Knoxville. I, I want you in here. Does he have to call Frederick's mind thing? Frederick, anytime I, I've come late, I just call you, and the next thing I know, I'm here. Okay, well, that'll be good enough then. Well, let's, let's stay. Yeah, how, oh. Mike, when did you film that? I'm thinking like early last year. 
Okay. Oh, wow. Yeah, it was a while ago. Yeah, that production takes a very, very long time. And the director looked like a real twerp. I don't know who he is. <laughs> no? He's he, he just the way he was walking around, you know. He just seemed like a, a little. Yeah, you should have knocked him in the nose. It's just like you know, above it all, you know. Everybody's running around. It, it, yeah, it's sort of like organized chaos. You know, people are plugging and unplugging things. <laughs> I mean, I, I did find it amusing, you know, how people sort of, you know, get this whole vibe like they're they're busy they're busy at doing something, you know. And nothing's happening. You know, there was, there was not one second of film being shot while these people were running around doing various things. Well, it was all to set up a shot, right? No, I mean, I, I saw people doing shit not even near the scene where our shot was going to be done. You know, I mean, it was, you know, there's guys laying down track. Well, it could be for the next day, you know. I mean, obviously, stuff had to be done, but I mean, I think I was watching this one guy. This one guy, literally, I, I was convinced he was picking something up, you know, anything. He'd pick something up, and then he'd walk in a giant circle, you know, and he'd sort of, you know, do these laps. And it looked like, you know, he was busy, you know. I mean, it looked like, you know, something was happening. But I was just watching him, you know, and it's like, what is this guy doing? He's doing laps with, you know, carrying things. You know, where's he carrying them? He just seems like to be in an endless loop. So right. Right. It, it was interesting. I think that that's very productive. Oh, yeah, it's more productive than standing around chatting, right? Right. <laughs> it does keep chowing down on the sandwiches they gave you. Well, that was in a whole other location. Oh, you didn't yeah. stick one in your pocket? So, so do you know what the plot of this movie is? Like, oh, well, it's based, it's it? based on a mystery type thing and uh, I think it's a revenge thing you know no you need like the trailers like online you three can... revenge movies in the past like well, four that's, years that's his thing now you know <laughs> I mean that take I think that first taken movie made a lot of money yeah I think you're right I think it was a shock that it made that much money too like, you know, hundreds of millions of dollars something like that you know it right for itself Second one I hear is not so hot. Is everyone waiting for uh, Dave from Knoxville now? Seems that way, but I don't have my contact, so I can't. Either, and I know that I sent him one of those. But I, none he's, of the ones that weren't accepted are here. Let's see. Well, let's see what this guy He can't says. remember where to find his Skype name. Oh, God. Yeah. Uh, oh. So, he says he's logged in. I'm just trying to figure out where I would okay. see mine. Well, he, he's logged in, so he doesn't know what his Skype name is. I mean, isn't it like at the top of the screen? I'm just going to hold on. And and me as a contact. We can keep talking while we wait for him. <laughs> this might take a while. I'm having him as a contact. I know my name. Oh, okay. So you're not the one that should be talking now. Well, just give us a blow by blow, and we'll sit here and the edge of our seats. 
those of us that aren't walking around in circles. Yeah, see, I oh, Tom Shuckling accepted my contact request back in June 10th. Hey, look at that. Yeah, there it is. I think this is it. I'm just checking my own stuff because I know I sent Dave one of those. D A F R K N. Ah. Is he, is he calling you or anything? Or? Not yet. Boy. Yeah, but he's also, I was actually thinking about him uh, while I was reading my McLuhan. Because he, <laughs> he, because he made a reference <laughs> to Achilles and the tortoise. <laughs> that's funny. Oh my Jesus. Well, I, I always love the. Uh, well, I heard one before. So I mean, that wasn't the first uh, mention, right? What? Of Achilles? Oh, 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 no, no, of McLuhan. No, absolutely not. Yeah. I just, and... found out, I just found out the name of the bar that I, I used to go to when I first moved to Bayonne. Later, uh, later went out of business, but it, it, its original name was McLuhan. McLuhan. <laughs> interesting. But no, I, he was talking about clothing being an extension of our skin. Hey, wait, here goes Dave. Now I hit rust. All right, all right. And he should. Here now. Here's Dave. Wait. Uh. <laughs> oh, that went well. Dave. Yeah, that was for nothing. <laughs> I know. Do you hear that boop boop going on? Yeah. yeah, yeah I don't yeah. know where it's coming from. Whole lot of weird pooping oh, going on. He says he hit joint hall and it's ringing a lot. That's uh, which is weird. Sure. <laughs> I wonder who will get that call. Let's see. Uh -huh. <laughs> oh wait. What's this? <laughs> I tried to add him to my contact. It said he left for some unknown reason. No, now he's calling me. Let me add him again. Here we go. <laughs> He's calling you now? <laughs> oh, Dave. What the fuck is that? <laughs> yes. Oh, right. I had to call. Sleep Just had a call. What's that doing? Yeah, he's a blinking cloud for me, yeah. <laughs> blinking cloud for me. Three dots that light up. Oh, you're getting that? I'm not even getting that. Yeah, I'm getting that. <laughs> he says
says it looks like Fredericks isn't answering. Now, is he calling Fredericks or is he calling uh, this? Has he accepted my contact request? What's Dougal going on about? Maybe we can get him to entertain us. Yeah, I can't ask Yeah, Well, we're waiting for Dave. What the fuck is this? Well, what am I hearing? That's a premeditated sharing. This is the premeditated sharing. <laughs> what I saw shocked me. The 20 minute text? Where is this coming from? <laughs> this right here is uh, on. <laughs> Dougal can't, right uh, can't turn on his mic. I said, turn on my mic! Help! <laughs> In the future, never, never. Oh, it, it's, it's, uh, Stan. Never got what I say in the air. I thought it was Tom Sharpling. Okay, no, that was, uh, I'm on. Is Dave on? That was Keith Hernandez. Oh. Yeah, well, I did want to go back to that interview with that Perlman fellow though and at least get that line where he goes how would you even do that <laughs> tear the head off a cat how would you even do that <laughs> I thought that would be a good hook you guys see that Rick, Rick Perlstein has a new um Perlman uh, no this is a uh, the guy who wrote Nick, Nixon land oh Perlstein yeah I said Right, I was just making sure to differentiate because the other gentleman is an author as well. At least a new, um, new uh, book about the, uh, the, I guess, the Nixon land, which is about Ronald Reagan. I, I haven't read it yet. Ronald Reagan I'm, land? No, it's no, called it's, Invisible Bridge. It doesn't even make it to. It, it's about literally. It's about uh, the years. 73 through 76. Oh, really? I didn't know yeah. that. It, yeah, it doesn't even make it to Reagan uh, winning, you know. I mean, he's ascending. You know, that's, you know, they talk about the Republican convention where he almost takes it over, but he, he doesn't. You know, they nominate Ford. But, you know, that's when he first sort of made a splash. And so, yeah, I mean, it, it doesn't even get to him being elected president. So this, this, is it bad? Who, would you no, recommend I mean, it? Well, I mean, I've seen good reviews for it, but I don't know. To me, it's, I mean, his books are huge, you know. Yeah. It's quite a, a devotion, you know. To me, I don't think I, I, I'm that interested in those three particular years to devote 700 pages of reading, you know. Yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, I mean they're, they're, a large part of those books are just news clippings. Yeah, well, yeah, and it, the, one of the reviews says that it's it's it should have been shorter, you know, that he could have yeah. cut a lot of that stuff out. You know, that, yeah, he tries to get the... You can say that about any book. Yeah, no, true, but, you know, it, it does sound like he's just padding stuff in there just, like, to get get, get you into the mind frame of the, the, the time, you know, and it's just like, you know, you really need that if you grew up and you're somewhat educated and know a lot about what happened then uh, yeah I, I, I was i was hoping he would go um you know from uh board to uh 
to Reagan, like the end of the uh, the end of Reagan's uh, term. But yeah, I've read books about that era. There's, I don't know if you're familiar with uh, the Oxford American History series. You know, no. it, you know they 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 have scholars to take a particular period of American history and write about that. And it's, it's generally it's generally broader than three years, you know? So you, you have a nice chunk of time to work. And there's uh, the one that covers that particular period is called Grand Expectation. And it's a good book, you know? I mean, it covers a lot of ground. And uh, I read other books in the series. One is called Restless Giant. That's that's about after you know I, th I think that's about the Reagan Bush stuff, um, and uh, well, and really, didn't Reagan come into prominence nationally though during that period as the governor of California? Or am I mistaken? No, well, the yeah. early sixties he was. Uh, oh really? He, he was out of politics. Well, 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 during the Goldwater era, he became a prominent conservative. Yeah, so. But but he wasn't on the national scene, you know. I mean, he was doing other yeah. stuff in California, but yeah. I mean, at that Republican convention where you know Ford nominated, he he almost made a, an end around and almost pulled it off. But you know, he 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 got it the next the next four years later, you know. Well, it was strange about this Goldwater book. Is I, I never knew that Nixon was 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 angling for the nomination '64. Oh yeah, I mean that's all that guy was doing. I mean he was just pure ambition. That's you know he was, yeah, he was on a path. You know. I remember one of my politics teachers said that Eisenhower used to call Nixon. He'd say, "That's my boy," uh -huh. and Reagan would cringe. I mean, I'm sorry, Nixon would cringe every time. But he didn't like Nixon at all. No, he didn't. Uh, I don't know if he endorsed him in 68, but uh, in 64, uh, Eisenhower wanted a moderate uh, Republican running, and his choices were between uh, this, uh, the governor of Pennsylvania, Scranton, and uh, I, I forget the name of it. Uh, the name of this guy. He was uh, ambassador to Vietnam or something. Something happened to Fredericks? No, I was just thinking about uh, oh. Eisenhower. Oh, I, I just saw something on your your uh, avatar. What happened on my avatar? Oh, nothing. It's just like blank for some reason. Maybe because I was thinking. <laughs> well, I understand that in uh, Eisenhower's wonderful quote about the military-industrial complex, that in one of the drafts he had written the military-congressional-industrial complex. But they mm -hmm. asked him to take it out. Or it was recommended that he do that. Somebody's typing away. That's me. Yeah? Are you trying I'm to get Dave in? I'm trying to be productive. Oh, oh, I think so Dave's in. I'm in. There we go. Uh oh, Dave's in? Y'all are just talking too smart for me. Oh, <laughs> yeah. So if we're, you're we're... on alert, you're free to do that as well, David. I'm waiting for childish jokes or such. 
Zeno's Paradox. I'm your man for Zeno's Paradox. I'll say, that's why I was thinking about you when I was reading about Achilles and the tortoise. Dave, do you still get attention for, from those uh, Ray My Professor uh, reviews? I, I point people to them occasionally, <laughs> but uh, hardly anybody uses that site at my school for uh, whatever reason. Yeah, well, and those kind of things, they pop up and they disappear like mushrooms. I, I would think Ray My Professor would, would last. Maybe not, I don't know. I think it depends on if it has any impact or not. He's having a mixed drink. I am drinking my ginger iced tea. You always say that when I get towards the end of the glass. Oh, yeah. man. All, all right, maybe I should play the radio theater and I'll pretend like I, I'm doing a Dean Martin thing with my whiskey and a little ginger ale. Yeah, come yeah. on. Drink up and be somebody. <laughs> yeah, man. I started. I started watching that Prohibition uh, documentary. It's pretty good so far. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. That's great. The, um, Ken Burns. I, yeah. Yeah. That's really good. How many episodes is it? Uh, four. I think. Four. Okay. Either three or four. Yeah, it's pretty good. Did anybody watch the jazz one? I I have not watched the jazz one, and. I don't know. I, some of those seem kind of uninteresting. The National Parks one, I kind of... I started watching it, but uh, the jazz one just, it was kind of dull. Yeah. I mean, believe it or not, I, I still have it on videotape, Frederick. Me too, Mike. Have you seen it all the way through? Oh, yeah. That's one yeah. Of, probably one of the last times I ever did that with anything on TV. Oh, really? Yeah, and it was so disappointing, and I kept waiting for them to mention Sun Ra. Oh, well, that was one of the chief uh, criticisms. They that never got mentioned. They, they, they never really make it into the modern era, right? I mean, it's like very little of that. Well, they talked about the art ensemble, and yeah. I know that Sun Ra was around before that. At what point does he, does he end um, in his, uh, his jazz uh, documentary? No uh, mention of Jazz Spark. No, no, no they left no. that out. Fredericks, did no. you did you get the box set that it went with that? Uh... Oh no no no, these are all oh. homemade tapes, like most of my stuff. Well no no, they re they released a lot of CDs to accompany the documentary. Oh, and some of them yeah, are really I good. Yeah, them yeah, like like the Ornette Coleman compilation looked really good. Yeah no, the, a lot of them are pretty good. But the, they also put out like a box set of four CDs, and it's horrible. It's just like, it's just like who put it together? It's just terrible. It's just not a good mix. Well, I don't, I think that the main problem with that was that he chose Wynton Marsalis as his advisor. Well, yeah, that's another knock, you know. Bradford would have been way better. I think the best one was the Civil War one, as far as the ones I have seen. Baseball. I thought the Brooklyn Bridge one was good. It's short. I like the baseball. Baseball, yeah, that, that went on yeah. too long. Went on too long? Yeah, I thought it was too long, yeah. Yeah, I, I watched, I watched like, the first part of that, and the mythologization of, of baseball was kind of, like, too much for me. And what's-her-name's really heavy in that. Doris Kearns, right? 
the great American game. He grades on my my. After I can only take so much story. He, he's doing a Vietnam one, which which should be pretty interesting. Really? Yeah. It's, it's I, I, couldn't, I couldn't stick with the Second World War. Did he do a World War One? Uh, no. Uh, I think Roosevelt's are next. I think that's coming out in the fall. The Roosevelt's. That's what's next? Okay. I'm with you, Mike. Though I think Brooklyn Bridge was the best thing he. Uh, the best one I saw, like I, it's like a manageable length, you know. It's yeah, like, yeah. Not the commitment that some of the others are. You know? Well, what I liked about um, the Civil War one is that he had um, Shelby Foot. Um, yeah. Yeah. That, I mean, I mean that, that guy's great. So yeah. The Civil War one was great. You know what I mean? Yeah. That one you can't. Really that's that's the great long. Okay. Yeah. And that Shelby Foot dude was awesome. And, and the music was great, you know. I mean, I guess it's it, it sort of, uh, you know, that became a sort of cliche that people would parody, but, mm. you know, it, it was it was really good. Well, that's because a lot, you know, more people saw that one than any of the others. I mean, that that was really an event when it aired, you know, like. Got that on video sometimes. Have you guys read any of uh, Shelby Foot's? Uh, well, well, the Shelby Foot. Uh, his three parts. Yeah, I read an excerpt that just dealt with like a, a extracted version of that just dealt with Gettysburg and many years ago. But I remember that being very good. So yeah, I, 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 I said What'd you say? Who's doing dishes? Some jerk. Did Has anyone it? seen the Dust Bowl? Oh, the Dust Bowl was That's really good. Thing. Yeah, I've seen that one. Oh, I love that one. You guys, you guys got to check out that one. Uh, that was a pretty good one. I'm liking the sound effects. Yeah. Uh oh. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, I guess Dave's PC isn't completely broken. Or he oh, I'm on the uh, iPad now. Yeah, we'll Whoa, see. look at you. But I can't get a list of who's all connected. Do you see over on the left-hand side, Dave, a column? No. I see your uh, your avatar, which is terrifying me. That was that's me too. Is it you? Yeah. So you so you were a Mexican wrestler when you were younger? Maybe that's not me. It just looks well, I like was a Mexican wrestler, but that's not my avatar. It looks like a Mexican wrestler uh, mask to me. Oh, neat. No, that's my skeleton. Yeah, wow. Somebody else talk. I get nobody. So it's not you, Dave. Nope. Apple sucks. Oh, just blame yourself. Well, I, <laughs> I just burned Dave from Knoxville. I'm a terrible Wait. person. <laughs> It's, uh, it's, uh, it's, his mic wasn't as good as it is now. It's a new iPad. <laughs> I'm sorry. Not that iPad. It's actually sorry. a state iPad. Oh, listen to I mean, don't tell the state I'm using it, okay? You better delete this conversation when it's over. Yeah, we got arrested. Yeah, maybe. I feel like I've come in here and dragged the conversation down to a uh, standstill. No, no, I want to hear more from Dave Knoxville. Yeah, well, I what, apologize. What, 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 what is the, how have you been occupying your summer? You, uh, you don't teach during the summer, right? Yeah, I taught two summer school classes. Oh, you did? Okay. I pretty much ate it up. But that's good. It's extra money. It's all spent now. But uh, 
Well, what you sign it on? Well, my like son her. and my son and my daughter are both in college for the first time. Yeah, my daughter has her first college class next Monday. Oh, that's cool. The house is empty. The yeah, house is mostly empty. And... She's she's going to a local school, but she has moved across town to be closer to the school. Oh. Yeah, that's why she moved. Yeah. <laughs> Keep telling yourself. Sorry, that. Dave. I think I'm okay with this. I can understand not wanting to live with me. How, how's how's uh, Andy doing? Andy's doing great. Uh, Still hanging out at those festivals all the time? Yeah, he went to Forecastle and Bonnaroo and Big Ears here in Knoxville and something in Asheville. I can't remember the name of. Doing video work, right? Uh, still photography and video. That was his whole job. Actually, at Bonnaroo, um, he went down uh, with a video production group called Lock and Key that he's done his internship through. He had to work on Wednesday setting up their booth and Monday taking it down. But throughout the entire festival, he had a VIP plus pass. So he could go backstage, he could go into the uh, the artist food and drink areas. And stick sandwiches in his pocket. See, yeah. what, Mike, that's yeah. what I tell you, Mike, that's what you should have done. And I think they're still there. <laughs> yeah, that's what Mike should have done. <laughs> he sandwiches. should have. Grab a bunch of sandwiches, then when you're on the set and they've got, a, got the desk there, he could set it up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dave from Knoxville. Uh, bags. Bring a deck of cards. <laughs> Mike was Mike was an extra on a Liam, uh, Liam Neeson uh, film. Oh, cool. Which which is about a revenge, which uh, which is a, is a turn for him. I've heard most of the shows. I was really distressed uh, at at Mike's new job, not seeming like the funnest one he's ever had. No. Is what it is. Are you still there? Yeah, I'm still there. Yeah, okay, just out, just outlast that lady. Yeah, I'm actually getting a break. She's on vacation for the next two weeks. Two that weeks? Is, yeah. That's when you make your plans for the revolt. <laughs> Set up the ejector seat or the trap door or something. You got plenty of time. Well, I, I've already won over one of the uh, the ladies I work with. She sits across from me, and one day she came over to me. And she just sort of sauntered over. I didn't even see her. And next thing I know, she's standing next to my desk. And she says, I just have to say, you've got beautiful hair. Oh. Oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. And what the hell do you say to something like that? You know, it's just like, oh, oh man. Okay, thank you. You know? And, 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 and she sauntered back to her desk. It's not an age. Uh, what, 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 how old is she? Oh, she's got to be like close to seventy. Uh, <laughs> never mind. <laughs> well, she recognizes nice silver hair. Yeah, she recognizes like nice, nice silver hair, but she's she's over, oh, that's almost the, seventy. That's one hey, of the so benefits. That is, that is, she's postmenopausal and ready to rock. You know? Yeah. Well, I was just gonna say, but I would say just about all the women I work with are postmenopausal. Yeah, well, well I, I'm I'm tw I'm 28, and I find, well, uh, uh, up until a point, yeah. What, like 68? 
Uh, no, uh, 64 maybe. Okay. Oh, oh, Lauren Bacall on 88, man. This is actually happening. You're actually having this conversation. Lindsay Lowen at 52. I mean, I saw a picture the other day. She is 52, right? Exactly. Did you see the canyons, um, Dave? No. Should I? No. Okay. There's, there is Lindy Lohan nude scene though. I am I am attracted to that kind of horrible. Movie. Okay, well maybe you should watch. Uh, maybe you should fast forward through. Uh, uh. <laughs> you do if you if you do watch it. I've only flipped past it a few times. Uh, the way she looks, you're saying 52 is being very kind, Dave. Very kind. <laughs> really. Oh, no, no, no. She, she, she looks like she's in her early 30s, mid 30s. She's not that bad. Mid 30th year of crack use. She looks terrible. <laughs> oh, she looks terrible, but 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 not not that bad. <laughs> nah, she looks like you know a New Jersey like barhound, like in her late 40s. Oh man, it's she's look she looks rough. Yeah. I don't know if, how much of that was makeup for the movie. No, I don't think there was any makeup. <laughs> Is this a movie on Netflix streaming yet? It's the only way I see films. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Yeah, it's on cable, so it must be. No, I, I think it is. Yeah, I'll start it tonight. Yeah. What else on Netflix? There, there was some. Um... Well, if you finish it, you'll have gotten far farther than I did. Oh boy. I'll take that as a challenge. Not good. Dave, Not have good. you have you seen Nymphomaniac? I haven't. Uh, it is on Netflix, but yeah, yeah, you gotta watch that. Yeah, that's not on Netflix. That's not on Netflix. But 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 yeah, the Nymphomaniac's definitely uh, above. Uh... Mike, have you seen that? Yeah. Uh, you got you, you like Lars von Trier, though, right? Yeah, I do. Uh, but I don't know. That one didn't seem to generate much interest. It's good. Hard for you to get fired up. Yeah, I, I, re I really liked it. I, I thought it was better than the. Um, I haven't seen Antichrist. The uh, the one between Antichrist and uh, and Nymphomaniac. Oh, the that one, one. The one in between is great. About the end of the world. Yeah, yeah. I li I like Nymphomaniac uh, better than that. Really? But you didn't yeah. see it. No, no, no. I I haven't seen Antichrist. I, I I've oh. seen um. I forget the name, but uh, melancholia. Melancholia. Yeah, yeah, melancholia. I I liked um, Nymphomaniac very much. Well, there's more nudity in Nymphomaniac, so it's an unfair comparison. Yeah. And uh, it's it's two parts. Of this. There's a horrifying ending. And I don't know. It's it's Lars von Trier. Yeah, no, he's he's generally used to be interesting. So yeah, eventually I'll get around to it. Is it on uh, on demand? Actually, it's it's on Netflix. On demand. Uh, I don't know if it's on demand. You you don't get on demand, uh, Mike? I mean, no, you don't I, get Netflix, Mike? No, I I don't have a router hooked up. I I think my television is too old. Oh. It's it set up for that. Do any of you guys have interest in seeing uh, Boyhood? Boyhood. Oh, yeah, I've heard of that. Yeah, yeah. I, I do want to see that, but yeah, I don't I know. It's solid. 
Thanks for reminding me. I'll, I'll have to ask my my local bootleggers if they have that. Yeah, I keep meaning to go to the to it's see that. It's been open yeah. wide, right? Yeah. I mean, are they going to open that movie wide? Playing the screen. Theater now, I believe. Boyhood? Yeah. Yeah. I, I saw the James Brown movie. <laughs> I want to see the Jodorowsky movie, The Dance of Reality. It's first new Magnus. movie in 23 years. Well, what did he direct before that? Uh, Holy Mountain and yeah, El Topo. Oh, 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 yeah, yeah. I know you're talking about. I, I didn't I recognize El Topo, and I was like, what? You know, I didn't... here. <laughs> Not no, I, I, yeah, El Topo was kind of fun. Yeah, I thought it was pretty great. I liked the opening 10 minutes, and then it kind of lost me. I, I want to see the documentary about his, um... Fail, fail attempt to make Doom. Doom. Yeah, that, that, that seems fun. That, yeah, well... So Have you seen it, Fredericks? No. Oh. But Has I'm, anyone seen it? Well, here? The documentary. Oh, Jodorowsky's Doom? Yeah. My son has seen it. You want me to call him up see if I can get him on the call? Sure. <laughs> I think he's in bed. He got back today from an eight-day uh, vacation. Uh, well, well, if he's in bed, then... Uh, Go ahead well, and call. Did he, did he say anything about it? Did he say it was good or anything? I don't remember him saying much about it, to be honest. <laughs> he's very quiet. Yeah. <laughs> I, I've, I've heard that... Um, that, that new movie with Chris Pratt, Chris Pratt is really good. Um, what is it like? Matt, it's called Masters of the Universe or Guardians, Guardians of the Galaxy. It's cute. It's a good entertainment. Yeah, yeah. I I, I kind of want to see that because I, I like I like Chris Pratt. Yeah. 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 Like, I, I don't I don't like comic movies though, so I I don't know how how I'll feel about it. They're talking him up about uh, as a possible next Indiana Jones. <laughs> Why? Why? Because Philip Seymour money. Hoffman died. Money, money, oh. money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Philip Seymour Hoffman. He was next in line. Chris Pratt. I imagine them both as potential. <laughs> yeah. So he, he was. Uh, he, he's a funny guy. I, I liked his, uh, his, uh, he, he, he recited like an Eminem, uh, song. Yeah. Yeah, that was, that was funny. And, you know, he's great on Parks and Recreation. He, he, he was good in that, uh, Joaquin Phoenix movie, Her. What role does he play on Parks and Rec? He's this goofy dude who, um, he he was formerly uh, the boyfriend of one of the main characters. Then they broke up, and he became like a shoe at the at the parts department. Oh, is he the guy that plays guitar? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah, yeah, he's a funny guy. Andy. He was good in uh, Zero Dark Thirty too. Did he get? I, I haven't seen that yet for some reason. He was he was even in the. Uh, the commercial. He's the guy who's like, "Do you really think it's Osama bin Laden?" Because you know he's kind of the comic relief. <laughs> oh yeah, those kind of movies need a touch of that uh, regular yeah. basis. Yeah, he was that guy. Yeah, that guy's probably gonna be a star in like three, four years. Um, kind of is now. 
Yeah, if, if, if he's not if he's not starting out, but he's not really like a household name though. So, um, yeah, that's that's the one movie I wanted to check out that that came out in the summer. I, I don't really know what else. Yeah, this is boring, huh, Mike? I like the game. <laughs> uh, oh, the shop, Fredericks. <laughs> Mike, have have you seen anything in the? Uh, what what have you seen in the theaters lately? Anything? James Brown movie. Oh, how was that? It was good. I enjoyed it. The yeah, I, the, the actor who played him was really good. Yeah, I gotta check that out. The the Philip Seymour Hoffman movie is interesting. I mean, I, I enjoyed it. Which which one? Uh, I mean, we'll, the, um, a most wanted man. Is that take place in like the eighties or seventies or something? Uh, it's set in Germany. Oh. I don't think it's that early. Maybe that, maybe I'll think of uh, Yeah, because he's an investigator of some sort, and his division has been edged out by the pursuit of terrorists. Uh, so I think it's probably set seven, eight years ago. But uh, it's interesting. It's a little sad that his last movie was all with a uh, with a weak German accent, you know. But well, actually, I guess he's got uh, one uh, coming out. But yeah, yeah. I mean. I, that was definitely a loss. It's a it's a Graham Green, so you know. I mean, you you, you know going in, uh, uh, it's basically going to be not Graham Green, heck, more uh, contemporary than that. But uh, it's a spy writer, and everything is nothing works. Everything's screwed up. I mean, it's basically uh, the film counterpart to The Wire. You know. Okay. Um, he's coming out with a new um, the, uh, D- Dave Simon. He's coming out with a new uh, HBO show, I think. I never watched uh, Treme or Dream or whatever. Yeah, yeah, I, I was not interested in that at all. I don't so know if he's. I just finished The Wire. It's fresh on my mind. Yeah, I he... Over the last six weeks. Do, do, do you think? Do you think the writing on that show was really all that good? I <laughs> think. That... I think the plotting on the show was pretty great, and I think that they worked in, uh, particularly in the last two seasons, the education stuff and the media slash yeah, stuff. Yeah. I, I thought it was worked in uh, pre- pretty naturally. I didn't, you know, yeah. I didn't feel like now's the time Mr. Simon is gonna preach a sermon to you about the evils of the media. You know, I, I thought it was pretty even-handed, and and I don't know, it worked for me. Yeah, I I, I like that show, but but I thought some of the writing was kind of corny. Um, the character Snoop never convinced me. You know, I mean, sometimes I I like that character. Sometimes that, that for me the the ethnic writing felt like it came from a totally non-ethnic writer. Yes. Yeah. You know, some of the di- street dialogue, but uh, but in, on balance, it, it pays off pretty good for me, especially the last two or three episodes. I like the way it pulled it together in a big pile of nothing. Yeah. I liked, um, I, I, I did like that show, but uh, it, you know, like you said, a lot of the, um, a lot of the uh, the dialogue written for uh, 
the street characters was, you know, it, it sounded like it was just written by upper class white people. Yeah. I'm a little worried about the new series because Jim Belushi is one of the stars. <laughs> well, what is the new series about? Do you know? Uh, it is something about trying to build. Um, um, yeah, clearly I do know. Uh, uh, low-income housing, basically. Oh, okay. It's about the development of low-income uh, income housing. Um, I don't know, somewhere in New York. Um, and I think a lot of the same issues that The Wire ran with on the development and attachment to the um, congressman, all that kind of stuff, those sort of problems that you run into with any sort of development. Uh, oh, I, I hope it's better than, than a Trem or yeah. Treme or whatever. Yeah. Mike, have you seen uh, Treme? We put Mike to sleep. He, well, yeah. he lays down on his pallet. There, see, he gets up to I, I, I was wondering if you'd seen uh, Treme. I started watching that. I think I saw the first season or so. Um, I kind of gave up. Yeah. And uh, John, uh, the big guy, John Goodman, put himself yeah. at the end. I was like, yeah, I don't think I'm going to continue now. Yeah, I mean, you, you want to continue seeing John Goodman. I don't know why. Yeah, that seemed, well, he probably could only commit to one season. That was it. But, and too much uh, of the other crazy, uh, what's his name? John from Jersey. Steve Zahn. Steve Zahn. I didn't know, didn't know he was in it. Yeah. He's the, uh, you know, the musician trying to get a break and... Yeah, he's the guy wearing the wearing the glasses, right? The, the white guy. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. He's white. So they still have to make the main characters white to promote the show. <clears throat> oh no, it, it has a good mixture. I mean, it's like The Wire. You know, it's the same guys as The Wire. Right, but the lead characters. Yeah, just the lead character, black lead lead characters. Okay. Just checking. Yeah. Yeah. I mean. Uh, uh, Dave Simon definitely was <clears throat> more diverse cast than any other uh, showrunner. Has anybody uh, emerged from the cast of The Wire as to make it to the big screen? Uh, Idris Elba, but no one, no one other than that. Uh, yeah, I, I think that's it. Just Idris Elba. So nobody. Well, well, hey, have you seen the show? I I watched an episode. Oh, you watched an episode? Then why why are you? Even... Well, I was just curious. I'm I'm looking at the larger arc. Okay. Of things. Okay, do you, you want to watch? I I don't follow your particular line of thought. <laughs> yeah, just watch watch the series. You'll like it. Fredericks is is on his journey, his own journey, man. Yeah. Okay, okay, that's fine. That's what I admire about Frederick. He's on his own journey, man. <laughs> anyway, speaking of journeys, why care about the Zeke guys? <laughs> yeah, I, I, that's right. I'm looking. He's at got the... his own Zeke guys going on. So, has anybody ever got one of those emergency warning things? Because we got one in the middle of the night, five o'clock in the morning, when that storm uh, came through. Well, that's annoying. 
it, man, lights started flash, and I didn't know. I was like, how the hell do they know I'm in Connecticut, and who gave them my number? Uh, wait, wait, wait. How, how did they know your number in Connecticut? I don't know. That's, I think they, <laughs> they know everybody's number. No, I think the FBI is tracking you specifically. Well, it was nice of them to warn me when, when a flash flood warning was coming through. But I had just gone to sleep three hours before, so it was pretty nasty, five o'clock in the morning, to be woken by that alarm. You've never gotten one, have you, Cormod? No. Yeah. Oh no, I've never gotten a flash flood flood warnings, but nothing. Was it boring? Oh, whatever. I was laughing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was, it was boring. I think it was just me and PC Mike. Everybody else is quiet. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, this is this is this is a supposed friend who's. Uh, do you mean like Freddy? So wait, are you saying you have an iPhone? No. Oh, then I don't know how on earth they. A know. little flip top cell phone. That's crazy. Huh? Yeah, it started beeping real loud and lights started like the screen was going on and off and it was. A, huh. You, you probably gave them their your number at some point. Uh, not on purpose. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm sure it's your cell phone provider just gives all of your numbers to the government. That's how it works, basically. So true. Yeah. <laughs> what in the fuck is that, Frederick? The wrong button again. <laughs> I thought I had somewhere where it said boo, but I can't find it. I was just going to boo the government. But yeah, Mike. so now I started taking my battery out of my phone when I'm not using it. <laughs> Mike, 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 have you seen Masters of Sex? You know, I, I, I see the, uh, the ads for it. You know, I'm, I've been watching Ray Donovan for reasons that I don't even understand. Oh man, I mean, Ray Ray Donovan is like junk. Is it about <laughs> is it about pancakes? It's it's bad, but uh, well, actually, I can't even I I fall asleep before Ray Donovan comes on on Sunday nights. I, I I'm so tired on Sunday nights. But anyway, I see I've seen the ads for it. It looks so sterile and kind of humorless, though. Oh, it, it, it's, it's okay. It, it's okay. I mean, it's. It's better than Mad Men, for sure. Well, I was just going to say, it looks like it, it's aping Mad Men in a certain regard. You know? It's, 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 be it's better, I think. Yeah. Um, more nudity? <laughs> uh, <laughs> yes, there's more nudity since it's on uh, Showtime. It's a very fancy, but... But th that's the thing that has, hasn't gotten me to watch it, is that, like... I've seen the, the various actresses, and it's kind of like I don't even see any that I'd like to see nude. Are there any real kind of... Well, I like Lizzie Kaplan. Yeah, Lizzie Kaplan, but but, 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 but none, of the, none of the nude scenes are very erotic. You're not going yeah, to... No, that's, yeah, that's kind of... I got the vibe. It's, it's, it's not really jerk-off material. Oh, no, I, I, I'm not looking for that. Sorry. <laughs> but, uh, but, you know... It's something about the the look of it just looks. I don't know. There's something. Um, it. It's it, it's it's probably the best show I think on on TV right now. So that's not saying much. 
Has anybody I mean, watched Penny Dreadful or whatever the hell it is? Yeah, I think I made it 15 minutes into that, and that was enough. Yeah, I mean, I, I've got all these, uh, you know, these critics down at masses, you know, going on about all these great series on television. Some of them I've never even heard of. And this guy was going on about that, and I'm like, oh, do I really have to look at this thing? But then I said, well, this guy loves the Shameless as well, you know, and it's like, I gave that a shot. Well, well I, actually, the, the best uh, drama on TV at, at this point, I think, is Rectify. Say it again? Rectify? Justify. Yeah, Rectify. I don't even know what that is. Rectify. Oh, really? You ever heard of that? That's... What about Doctor Who? Elmore Leonard? <laughs> oh, it's just... oh, Justify. No, 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 Rectify. It's just on Sunday. It's the sequel. No, 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 no. First you get Justify, then you get Rectify. It makes perfect sense. No, it's the por it's the porn movie that makes fun of that television show. It's Rectify. Oh, uh, okay. Anyway, anyway, <laughs> Rectify is it. Rectify is good. I you might like it, Mike. You might hate it. What channel? Uh, Sundance. Oh, all right. I watched that new Steven Soderbergh uh, show, which I, I I kind of hated, even though it got all this hype. Mm. Um, what, what was the name of it? The 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 Nick. Yeah. The Nick. The the Nick, like the sports team. Oh. I think the Nick would be more interesting. Okay. Well. And then this, Although my choice of a lead actor is dead now, Lauren McCall. Okay. Well, well, Clive Owen stars in it, and uh, Tom Verlaine. I don't know. I, I thought it kind of sucked. <laughs> What'd you say? Tom Verlaine had a very beautiful neck. Hey. Tom Verlaine. What, what do you mean? I saw television play live. Television references. Be me. And how long? You saw it at CBGB? No. Television appeared in Knoxville at the Big Ears Festival. What? Like. 89 or something? No, like uh, nine days earlier this summer. Like four or five months ago. Oh, okay. So well, they, they, they all rolled. They filling in for Richard Lloyd. They were great. Um, some guy that looked like a cowboy. I don't remember his name. Um, Eddie Spaghetti? No. I can probably find <laughs> it. <laughs> yeah. It was Joe Perry. It is the basis from uh, Jimmy uh, the birthday party. No, they had the, they had the original bassist guy. Fred Smith, oh, yeah. right? Fred Smith, yep, Fred Smith. Uh, and I'm blanking on the drummer. Don't tell me. Yeah. Billy Ficka, Fika, Fika. Never mind, I got it. I think that's yep. right. Billy Fika. The, uh, the guitarist's name is Jimmy Rip, R-I-P. They, they Wait, were was, is Richard Lloyd dead, or what happened? <laughs> he died in 2007. Oh, he did. I didn't know. Oh, no, I don't. I'm sorry. No. He left the group in 2007. Which oh, means, okay. Which means he was dead to me. Oh, easy there, Dave. <laughs> I, I I saw a Nardwar interview with the Sonics. That was kind of fun because I just a recent one. Yeah, a recent one. All right. Yeah, I kind of well, after Nardwar went off a FMU schedule, I I followed him for a short time, but I drifted. Yeah, yeah. He he uh, he spoke with the. The lead vocalist from. Uh, I mean, that, that's kind of incredible. The lead. I mean, I mean that 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 guy is a fucking legend. Nardwar. 
No, the lead vocalist of the Sonics, our work. His contempt was palpable. <laughs> I, think, I think Fredericks is getting punchy. <laughs> what time did you wake up? You, you must be like these crackers. Crack I, I was up at 6.30 this morning. Yeah, now I know you're an early riser. And it's hotter than hell. Yeah. The heat index was 117 today, and I was out in it for a good five hours. Oh, shit. Yeah, it wears you down a little bit. Especially after when you leave, it's 63 when I left. Oh, no. Out of Hartford. Oh, that's, that's hard. Yeah. yeah, and then you land, it's 1130 at night, and it's 85 oh. degrees. Oh, no. It was pretty tough. Oh, man. In, in, the, in the winter, it's like 70 or... Yeah. Yeah. Oh man, that's rough. All right. We make our choices and we live with them. But I was a little disappointed. I'll tell my buddy all about Cigar City Beer, and he said he went to an extreme beer festival in Massachusetts and had already tried it. <clears throat> What's extreme okay. about it? I think, uh, well, probably the hops. I don't know. He said it was 250 different ones. I guess what's extreme about it is if you sample each one, you'll have an extreme evening. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> you better not drive. Then he tells me, he goes, yeah, and the guys that go up with, they want to have a beer on the way up. And I was like, wait a minute, we're going to a beer festival. But I know Mike would say, the old saying, if you want to, yo, you got to start early if you want to drink all day or something like that. And you, you, you can drink alcohol in your car, right? Where? In Florida. In Florida. No, we used to be able to. It was a sad day for some of us. Well, what is your favorite band in Florida? Do you, you keep track oh, of playing like right now? Yeah. <sighs> there is no band that I'm like running out to see whenever I can. Um, Even when Jimmy Buffett comes through? Yeah. I, I've never gotten around to seeing him. <laughs> and when I was in Nashville, at Tootsie's? Yeah. Go upstairs yeah. from one of those wranglers on the street. He says, you know, there's another stage upstairs. I go upstairs. I'm the only guy, the only, you know, patron there. Two bartenders and then a band sitting there. I was like, holy shit. Now am I going to just turn around and walk out? So I sit down and they start asking me, so where are you from? And he says, would you like us to play a Florida song? I said, I don't know, I came up to Nashville. And he goes, oh, I can think of one. And then they played Margaritaville. <laughs> so I listened politely and put a dollar in the basket and went back <laughs> and wished that I could hear Mama try it again. But I heard that twice. And in, in less than an hour, Merle Haggard's Mama Tried. That and good old Rocky Top. Uh, God. Yeah. Do you like, do you like the, the Jacuzzi Boys? They're pretty fun. Yeah. I don't own any of their records. Yeah, yeah they're all right. Uh, I, I, but there's, there, there's got to be better Florida rock bands. Yeah, well, there, there's all kinds of stuff going on all the time. I just heard... There were two bands out of St. Pete. They were real young, too, like early 20s. I haven't seen them yet. Oh, uh, The Whole Tones, which, the is, whole a, tones. which <laughs> is a bluegrass metal band. 
pretty cool and they got an excellent finger picking guitar player who also plays the cello and it's fast a lot of it is fast though but bluegrass is fast a lot of the songs so it's not that crazy but yeah they actually had a speed metal band and they went to a couple of those festivals I told you guys about the guy said man I gotta learn how to live like this this is the life and the band switched and started writing in a whole new form and they're fun. I bought a couple of their CDs. You know, they were like just soundboards. They were only okay. Seeing them live was much different. Hey, did any of you guys listen to uh, Bit Slap with Bit KBC Slap. from WFMU? Yeah. He's a podcast only. No. What's uh, like, Well, he mainly does um, novelty songs, honestly, but... He has some, you know, some theme shows. Uh, he'll do. A, he's done seven or eight psychedelic shows. And, um, but the reason I, I mention him is he played week with a bluegrass band version of. I'm pretty sure it was "Careful with That Axe, Eugene" uh, by Pink Floyd. And no, you know what? It wasn't. It was astrono It was Astronomy Domine. Oh. Oh, and it was really nice. I've seen compilations like that, though. Um, yeah. uh, like sort of classic rock, bluegrass style. Yeah, but those are like really stiff, you know, studio guys. There's no fire in there. there although I did like a couple of the Bad Religion songs done in that form. Well, there was uh, a Casey Dixie. Dixie. That was that bluegrass band that you... Okay. Uh, it was oh, great. No. Cut it out, Cormac. Okay. That was a, a bluegrass band that just did ACDC covers. AC Dixie. It was yeah, a thing like, I don't know. He, he played there back in black before he played this thing. Oh, there you go. I'll just turn my mic back off. Okay. How was the um, uh, rated GG uh, album? I haven't heard of it. Haven't heard? I haven't heard the rated GG album. I haven't heard? I haven't heard the rated GG album. How is it? Isn't it Ben Gibbard? The one that says friends that did sluts in the city and changed it to friends in the city? That was my favorite song. That was really good. They're all all right. I haven't listened to the Squirrel 45 yet. Yeah, I haven't listened to that either. I've had it for a couple of weeks and I haven't listened to I it. I haven't read the magazine yet, I hate to admit. <laughs> you like G.G. Allen, Mike? No. Uh, I don't like hardcore music. Mm. Eh. Well, well, some of the stuff is uh, pretty poppy, the early stuff. Really? I have yeah. his, uh, that documentary on my Netflix, but it, it keeps getting like pushed down. It's not. It's uh, not. It's not. Oh, you, it's not ascending on the list. It's descending. <laughs> you have. You have to watch that. Well, yeah, that's first, good. Would it be good for the masses crowd? Yo, oh, yeah. 
<laughs> All right, maybe I'll put it, move it up to the top of the list. What's the name of it? No, no, it has a lot of male nudity, so oh, maybe that, that ain't gonna work. Eh, you, you, you're, you're better off with um. Well, the, well, the bad grandpa scene had the that male stripper scene. You're better off with like run pussycat run or what, whatever that. Faster, faster pussycat. Yeah, faster, faster. Yeah, I'm sorry. Um. So what? What did you? What did you play in, in um last weekend? Masses. Bad, bad grandpa. What's bad grandpa? Johnny Knoxville. Oh, I don't know. No, it's the tone of that voice. He's he's too high and mighty for Johnny. No, 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 no. I I I've never heard of it. Yeah, I never heard of it. Jackass. I I've really never heard of it. I. Uh, Jackass I, gang. Never heard of it. No, I've heard of Johnny Knoxville. I've heard of the Jackass Gang. I've never heard of Bad Grandpa. Okay, it was only the funniest movie last year, according to some critics. Okay, well, I'll, I'll, I'll check it out. <laughs> yeah, I'll go be, okay, Stan's laughing at me. He's my, my friend. It's not It's fucking Judas. <laughs> Who's Johnny Knoxville? <laughs> yeah. Actually, you'd like it, Dave. They go to Knoxville. Well, actually, uh, do you know any people that were in the movie? No, a good friend of ours babysat him when he was a kid, though. Oh yeah. Is he from Knoxville? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, he's yeah, from Newport Richie. That's it's the name. That's the way it goes. Yeah. And, and how how was it received by masses? Oh, they loved it. Oh, that's good. Is that the one where the, it, it's the guys in the shopping cart or something? Yeah. So it's pretty absurdist. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's one way of putting it. <laughs> you want to get all highfalutin funding. You want to get highfalutin about it. All right, well. Mike, Mike, have you ever watched uh, no. Freddy Got Fingered? When you're, no. when you're. Oh, you, 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 you have to show that masses. I, I, I had, I had a, a young lady. Well, she's younger than me by a few years. We were kind of hitting it off the other night. I kind of like her. Yeah, and uh, she was recommending movies. I'll run them by you, see, see what you think. I had I hadn't seen any of these. She okay. recommended uh, a movie called uh, Just Visiting. Haven't heard of it. Drowning Mona. Haven't heard of it. Hot tub. What is the hot tub movie called? The first one. Oh, hot, oh, oh. Hot tub, yeah, well, that machine. was all right. Hot the tub, hot tub time machine. Machine. Yeah, yeah, that was all right. Um, and uh, Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. Excellent Adventure. Oh, go buy a ring, Mike. Go go buy a ring. <laughs> yeah, she, is she is she a catch? Well, she's divorced. She's got to get divorced. <laughs> she, oh, she's a she's a keeper. And by that I mean keep her, Mike. Oh, yeah. Well, the last two were. It was the Bill and Ted thing that made Stan fall in love. Is, is, is Excellent Adventure the, the first one? Yeah. yeah. Oh, well, yeah. Look, so you got a woman that's kind of a guy. What, she didn't like the one where they go to hell? Yeah. She's, she's a married woman, Frederick. Hold your horse. <laughs> wait, wait, she's a married woman, and, you, and you're going out on a date with her? Yeah. I'm not on a date with her. I'm just chatting her up in a bar. Oh. Well, we'll keep chatting her up. She may not be married for long. Yeah. No, she's, she's actually, she refers to her husband as the roommate. Oh. Oh. That's, that sounds like my sister. It's in the works. 
Okay. Does the alleyway count as a date? <laughs> the, Sorry. The construction area of the mall? Yeah. yeah. Here's, the, here's the thing. If you talk to a woman in a bar, then all the guys who go to masses see you with a woman in the bar, and then you, she's she's my girlfriend now. That's, oh. that's the way it works. Well, that was better than killing the guy, though. So. Yeah, well, I mean, who cares if these idiots think? No, I, I, don't, I don't care, you know, but it's, uh, it's just, to me, it's like a, a weird sort of, uh, <laughs> it, it's, yeah, the, like the gossip just is constantly going around. When I was going down there, there would be people who would, like, see what I ate down there and then report back what I ate. <laughs> I'm oh, like, really? Yeah. Okay. You know, yeah, I didn't know, can, yeah. I, didn't know I was... Freak him out and eat weird stuff. I didn't know I was such a fascinating individual. That yeah, the, you gotta know these idiots. The people were talking about what I ate at a particular yeah, you could Eat whatever you want. So you bang, bang the girl who uh, loves Bill and Ted's uh, excellent adventure. <laughs> yeah. What the hell, Cormon? What? What's that advice? Oh, that was advice? You didn't sound like Dear Abby. Okay, I didn't sound like Dear Abby, but... No, no, it was... Or even Dan Savage. Okay. I, I mean, I'm just telling Mike to, <laughs> just to bang the girl, and... Uh, like what do you think? No, if he sounds like Dan Savage... Daddy's he would have encouraged him fisting the girl, you know. <laughs> I'm just recommending that Mike sleep with the girl. That's not... Okay. <sighs> not that crazy. No, and I'm not opposed to it. I mean, she refers to her husband as the roommate, then apparently this marriage is not... Wait, wait, wait. We we should take a vote on this, yeah. on whether or not Mike. Yeah, because I just had this vision where she says, do you mind if I invite my roommate in? No, 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 no. no, no. My, my sister did this. My sister did this. It does not mean, it, it means that the husband is complete shit. Wow. And, yeah, yeah. Now you're starting to sound like <laughs> Oh, dear Cormod. Dear Cormod. <laughs> um, I I I support Mike all the way. I I think he should. <laughs> he should have said, support me doing what? I mean, you know, nothing's gonna happen. What are you gonna hold him up? <laughs> well, I, oh, okay. This, this, this girl's not attractive, or? Oh no, she's very attractive. I like her a lot, but you know, I'm, I will. <laughs> I'm not gonna, What's the issue here? I'm not going to do anything until, you know, it's official. I'm not going to get involved in the marital thing. Oh, well, if, he, if he's the roommate, come on. Oh, I'll wait. I can wait it out. All right. You know, as, as it may work out, you know, in a year or two, she'll probably hate me. So she's very angry. She's got an angry streak in her. Oh. Well, you better, you better hit that now. Everything just sounds so right. Yeah. All right. Well, we're getting near midnight, kids. Yeah. Yeah, we are. What happens? Pal out, fellas. I'm working up a sweat in here.
Oh, is it hot in that room again? Well, it's the yeah, hottest room in my apartment. Hotter than where? It's, it's hot. It's the hottest room in the apartment. It doesn't get much circulation, you know. Right. Well, you're completely, completely naked, right? Ice. Um, <laughs> yeah. With ice, an ice towel around his neck. That's the only clothes. Completely naked, ice towel. A cocktail. A pair of flip flops. <laughs> Fredericks, I, I challenge you to the ice bucket challenge. I don't know what it is. I read, I saw a headline about it. And I said, Screw that. That looks stupid. I'm gonna go breading. That guy's like suicidal now. Oh, because his video didn't break big? No, because because he's so fat that um yeah. he, he can't move he can't he said he can't walk down his driveway without throwing up. Well maybe like I suggested, he should try meeting instead of breading. Because I think the carbohydrates are doing him in. Yeah. Well, that's a sad story. Yeah, totally. What a great way to wind up the podcast. The bread guy is dying. Um, I don't know if he's dying, but he, he seems... Uh, he's like he's going to die. He's like 600 pounds. He can't move. Sounds like John Popper. Oh. Oh. <laughs> Did you see those tweets Tom put up? They were pretty mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, well, Tom hates the obese. And that guy was being a dick, too. <laughs> Uh, that guy deserves to be for people to be mean to him. Good, I was hoping somebody would say that so I could snicker. <laughs> yeah. Hey, did uh, did you guys spend any time talking about the big death last week? Big death? What was that? Don Pardo. John. I didn't hear about that. He died yesterday. Didn't yesterday. He? Yeah. Yeah. Yesterday. No. No. Yeah, yeah, he was only. Oh, he was only. Ninety-six. Nobody saw it coming. Yeah. No love yeah. for Ricardo. Well, yeah, well, I'm, I'm fun. I'm, I'm just interested in Robin Williams. And, uh, I, 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 I told Stan before uh, Robin Williams died that I hated Robin Williams. And, uh, and then he tweeted Robin Williams that he hated him. And the very next day, I'm kidding, yeah. none of that happened. Oh no no! But I watched the I, I watched the Fisher King and uh, that was all right. I like that movie. Yeah, he did several <laughs> movies. Yeah, he was good when he wasn't uh, trying to be funny. I thought he was a good kind of a good actor. No, the good good Goodwill Hunting. That was called that. Best Dad Ever. I think is great. What'd you say? I think it's called Best Dad Ever. Yeah, I never. Uh, heard. I don't know about that. So yeah, the, I thought it was. Great. I, I thought that was kind of dumb. Or where he like his son commits suicide and then he uses his poetry. Um. 
he, he claims that his, his poetry is his son's and I don't know. Eh. I, I, I like, uh, um, you know, you know, Netflix now has like, like every movie he's been in is, is now on the, uh, the top of the list. And I, I watched it. I watched the Fisher King. That was good. Um, the the Birdcage. He was he, He's pretty good in that. Mark and Mindy. Mm. I don't like sitcoms. Well, uh, what else was he in? He, he, well, it's weird. He was he was he was in Welcome Viet uh, Welcome Vietnam, and because of Vietnam. And because of that, he was in a documentary. Um, yeah, reading those letters or whatever? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, hey. Um, uh, he, he was all right. Whatever. So what about the Budapest Hotel before I bail out of here in three minutes? Anybody see that one? I, I'm going to see it eventually. Uh, I got the bootleg. Yeah, I'm going to wait for the public library to get that one. I, I, I'm in no hurry to see it. I'm, 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 Mike, why don't, you, why don't you bid for it? I mean, what, what's this? Uh... I don't understand how that stuff works. Nobody's ever explained it to me. I don't understand. Oh, you just download it? I don't think, I can't watch something on my computer either. I, that's not my computer. Yeah, I'm the same way. I no, was on Twitter the whole time, and that's not how I watch a movie. Like, I turn off my phone to watch a movie, you know? You know, they're they're out there hustling, you know? I mean, you know. Who working it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, 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 what they're doing is they're downloading movies and BitTorrent. Right. Bringing and, it over the mic and... And not really hustling. So, I mean, yeah, they're doing what you're doing. So, yeah. And then they, they burn it for me. And for a modest $5, I have it. So I don't have but, to sit there and tie up my computer for how long did these things take to download? I'm thinking oh, half. like in, like like half an hour. Oh, half an hour. Okay, well, yeah. It's, it's, well, it's, it depends it's, on how fast your computer right, is. Yeah. Sure. Well, I, I mean, I'm sure Mike has, you know, don't he's got a, so sure. I have, he's got a cable modem, right? Yeah, yeah, I do. Yeah, so you know, I I had a regular uh, phone line for a long time. 
Yeah. Um, yeah, it's, it's really, um, and, and you know, sometimes we, when you get these bootlegs, oh, oh, shut up, Sam. <laughs> um, it's just sometimes, sometimes when you get these bootlegs, yeah, you get burned. Terrible. Yeah, yes. you get burned. Yeah, it's it's this part of the game. I yeah. used to buy an Annie DeFranco CD while I was in Connecticut. Is there a rapper called The Game? He's still out there? Playing yeah. Um, yeah, probably. But anyway, so I brought up the Annie DeFranco, and she said, oh, we haven't pulled all of these. And there, and it was a bootleg of a live concert. It had a really nice-looking cover and everything. But then she said the CDs don't work, so they were going back to their bootlegger to get more. <laughs> we had to have him remix it or whatever she said. But so she took it out of my hand and said, I can't sell. And then she said, Well, I can try it. Some of them worked, but then it didn't. So. Well, well, well stop being a Ludite and uh, go on Soul Is it Ludite? Yeah, yeah, Ludite. Luddite. Yeah. Oh, it's, it's Luddite. Okay. Well, stop being a Luddite and going to Soul Seek. Soul Seek? Yeah, Soul Seek. Yeah. Where you can find a any music, you know. And, and what do the artists get out of it, the people that produced it? Screwed. Yeah, they screwed. get nothing. Well, you not you can get it free. Yeah, so every yeah. time you download from that site, you lose a little piece of your soul. <laughs> yeah, my soul's already gone, so. You're torrenting out your soul. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm torrenting out my soul. I'm soul-seeking out my soul. You know, who gives a shit? Well, I don't know. Stan, probably. He's your best friend. Oh, Stan, Stan, Stan doesn't have a soul. I mean... <laughs> That's a good cricket imitation, Stan. I got it at nhest.org, and I didn't pay for it. Well, Woo! that's nice. Yeah, yeah. See, he didn't pay for anything. guy, it is now two minutes after 12 by my calculations. Yeah, I think it's time to quit. Yeah. yeah. I stayed because we just got Dave in there, and then Clay came in and laughed, and Pete tried to get in and didn't, but we're done. Thank that's you. Okay. And I plan on seeing you all next week. All right, all right, good. All right, all right. Have a good night. Robin Hood, everybody. Bye. 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 Where's the crickets? Now, where's the crickets? Where's the crickets? <laughs> the crickets are... Yeah, okay, stop, stop. 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 Stop.